friends, and thank you for joining us for another episode of Fort Worth Roots. Because there weren't too many hungry gals there, we've had leftovers every meal, every day since Wednesday. We have, and I normally have a three-day rule on leftovers before they get tossed. I, I submitted for an extension, folks. Mm-hmm. I was like, look, I know you have a three-day rule. I need you to extend that a little bit. we got a lot of groceries <laughs> here. And they're too good. They're too good. There's too much. I had it four days in a row, and I'm, I'm done. So you can have at the rest of those leftovers. Yeah. It's going to make you sick. You can find Fort Worth Roots on all of your favorite streaming services, Pandora, Spotify, Apple Podcast, iHeartRadio, and many others. You can also go to our website at fortworthroots.com. This episode, along with almost every other episode we've got, is on YouTube. There are videos associated with this. So for YouTube or any of the other social media accounts, just look for Fort Worth Roots. Stay tuned to the end of the episode. We'll tell you about all of our sponsors and other events that we got coming up. Real quick, we do want to highlight Wavy Digital. You can find them on Instagram as Wavy Digital with two V's, W-A-V-V-Y Digital. They're going to be the presenting sponsor for our December 16th uh, Christmas party in house warming, open house, whatever you want to call it. It's the first time that we have had our doors open to the public and you guys are invited December 16th at noon. And if you would like the address, the information, just DM me and I can send it to you. We also have a flyer on all of our social media links uh, that you can dig up, but you can also contact us, media at fortworthroots.com. For all the information, we are going to have Richard Keller on stage playing for you guys. Uh, We're going to do a Christmas tree decorating uh, event. We also have a photo booth set up for you guys, and we're going to have some finger foods. I'm really excited because this is something that we've wanted to do for over a year now, bring you guys to the studio and let you see what we're working on. It's not totally done, but it's getting close. Uh, And if you're a musician, a podcaster, an artist, or anybody that might need a rehearsal space, a podcasting space, or just a creative space, that's what we've set the podcast studio up for. It's for all those things. And we're going to be offering 10% off of our packages on the day of the event. So come out, check out the uh, studio. If uh, that's all you want to do is just peruse what we got uh, going on there. And then if you decide that it'd be a great place for your band, your podcast, or whatever else you got going on creatively, uh, we'll give you 10% off of that deal. Again, Wavy Digital is our presenting sponsor, and they will be there with us at the event December 16th at the Fort Worth Roots Podcast Studio starting at noon, and you are invited. We did this last year, and I wanted to give it another shot, and I think we're going to do it every year. It's called Friendsgiving. This is our Friendsgiving 2023 episode, and listen, I want to be very clear about this. This is not a favorites competition. I reached out to a handful of people. They were the first ones I called, and they said yes, so we did a recording together. Not to take anything away from these people, because they are very important to me. Um, They are some of the most important people that I know in the city of Fort Worth, and that have been with me along my journey in the podcasting world, so I'm very grateful for these people. But if you did not get a phone call or a text from me asking you to come be a part of our Friendsgiving episode, it's not because I don't love you, and I'll probably be giving you a call for another one or a full episode very soon. We kick things off with Cassandra May Laurent, a very talented local artist that's been on the show before and uh, has been very supportive. She's played for us at events, and she's just an all-around great person. And, and so that first recording is with her. Then we roll right into our episode with Matthew Broyles and Trista Morris, and that one goes a long time, of course. These were supposed to be 20-minute segments, and every time I sit down with Matthew, it just always goes over. So that's the longest segment. That's the second recording that we did in this lineup. And then it starts getting a little foggy after that. I think we did 
Jeff Zero, a local musician from the Fort Worth area. Our buddy Jared from Tales from the Fort podcast. And then finishing things up, we had Casey Smith and his friend Munzee. Casey, of course, is the owner of McFly's and a sponsor of the show. And then our dear, beloved uh, co-host, Megan, sets in reluctantly at the very end of the episode. And we're very grateful that she uh, allowed me to bug her early, early in the morning before she went to work. And uh, I just had to have her in the show. So anyway, she'll be closing things out with us in the end there. And if you get confused on the lineup, you can look at the show notes. I'll have it listed there for you. I hope all of you had a wonderful Thanksgiving. I know that we did spend a little bit of time with the family, got to hang out with a bunch of friends, and uh, maybe one of the best Thanksgiving so far. In this episode, you're going to hear us talk a lot about what we're thankful for. And if I didn't say it during the episode, I need you to know as a listener, I am so grateful that you guys continue to support us, show up to our shows, and uh, continue to listen to the episodes as we put them out. Thank you so much. And uh, we just could not be where we are today without your support. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you. That is enough talking out of me. Thank you all for being here. And let's start the show. Sandra May Lawrence, welcome back to the Fort Worth Roots Podcast. Thank you. Thank you for having me again. Happy Thanksgiving. We got a whole nother half pot of coffee that you got to drink before you can leave. Okay, I'll do my best. (laughs) It's probably too hot now to drink. I haven't even tried it yet. I just kind of anticipated it being being too hot. We were were talking about how people that drink their coffee black are obviously psychopaths. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, the, the problem I run into with black coffee, the only problem I have is that it's always so damn hot. It's too hot. So if you need to pop that thing off and just let it air out for a bit, that's okay too. <laughs> I do that. <laughs> I think that the just reason that it is so hot is because everybody puts creamer or some kind of additive to it and it cools their coffee down. Right. Whereas yeah. just getting the goods. Yeah. Meanwhile, us, us Vikings are over different. here burning the roofs of our mouths yeah. and scolding our tongues. <laughs> yeah. You got to do it Viking style with one leg up. <laughs> is that Viking? I thought that was like pirates captains well vikings were captains yeah they had their own boats they would go and well i don't want to talk about what they did but they were like large canoes though right um i'm not sure maybe Hmm. large canoes but also large ships i'm not i'm not certain about what method they used they had um superior ships but they were a lot smaller than what you would think of as far as like an ocean faring ship it's typically like a ship that you're going to put out on the open sea needs to be a certain size so they can handle the, but these guys were Vikings and out of their minds and just bloodthirsty. And so they ventured out across the open ocean in boats that were just a little bit bigger than kayaks, I think, canoes, whatever. Hmm. <laughs> the more you know, and I'm probably totally like wrong an anyway. Well, I don't, I don't know. Have you done an in-depth study on it? Um, I went through, I went through a phase where I couldn't get enough Viking this, Viking that. There was a special that was, I think originally aired on uh, the history channel and then other networks picked it up, but I think it was just called Vikings. I haven't seen it yet. Well, I say yet as if I anticipate watching it. I don't know if I even will. I don't really watch a lot of TV. Yeah, it was very violent. 
Fun wow. fact, I've got some Viking blood. Do you really? Mm-hmm. How do you know this? Uh, I did <laughs> I did a <laughs> I did a DNA test. I think it was ancestry.com oh, okay. or something like that back in 2018. So I'm part Scandinavian. Yeah. My uncle did that and uh, the results he got back. And apparently they want you to buy new packages. So you go a little deeper into your, your lineage and find out more about your bloodline. And uh, he kept giving them money and they kept giving him results. And uh, after a while, he just got to a point where he's like, that's enough. But apparently we're just mutts. We just, we came from everywhere. A lot of us are. everything. Yeah. <laughs> it's just interesting to find out. Not like you identify with yeah. those things, mm-hmm. but it's just little attributes that you have. I'm a Texan. Yeah. <laughs> I'm from the Texas part and everybody else is from the not Texas part. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Identifying with where you are, where you're from. Mm-hmm. You got Texas blood. So tell us about your Thanksgiving. Us against them. Yeah, exactly. That's a really nice, um, you know, that's a nice attitude to have. Mm. I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm very, I'm, I have a dry sense of humor. I'm being very sarcastic right now. Well, you can go both ways with that. I mean, I, I think to a certain extent, it's good to have a little bit of pride in where you're from, but also, you know, don't push it, right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, some I think people go a little far with it. Yeah, there's a there's a healthy balance there for sure. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So tell us a little bit about your Thanksgiving. Oh my God! Spend some time we with talk family. About something else. We got to talk about it. This <laughs> okay. is the Friendsgiving episode. Okay. Well, I did have a Friendsgiving, and it was really incredible. I got to hang out with my friends that I hadn't seen in a very long time. I think. Well, I'm not really sure, but they drove up from Austin and. We had a little outside gathering and nice. also an inside gathering. Just at them. someone's house? or yeah, yeah, at her sister's, one of my friend's sister's houses. And uh, so, yeah, we just kind of got to spend some time and eat some really good food. And they, they actually made vegan food for me, nice. which was like not expected, mm-hmm. but definitely appreciated. And uh, it's... It just seems nice whenever someone does do that because yeah. I'm I already just anticipate not being able to eat any of the food at food gatherings. Yeah. So I'm just like whatever. It's, it's very, not very I didn't come here for the food. Yeah. You know, I came here for the conversation and connection. But and also it's nice love. to eat. It's, all, it's nice yeah. to not be hungry. Yeah. Well, yeah, totally. Yeah. So um the fact that they cared enough to do that and consider me. Yeah. Made my heart so happy it's awesome <laughs> um so megan uh our co-host my girlfriend mm-hmm. she is uh, uh gluten-free and mm. that's a whole thing every mm-hmm. time you go somewhere so totally. uh, i'm much more uh compassionate towards people that are on any kind of dietary restriction now that i'm kind of living that life with her alongside her you know mm-hmm. trying to hunt down the uh gluten-free options and whatnot so uh december 16th we're having a little christmas party here it's uh it's mainly for you guys my friends and our other friends our listeners so uh right here at the studio it's gonna be the first time we've had it open to the public and that's why i've been busy busy trying to make this place look a little more professional it definitely does (laughs) and like i was saying earlier that sign that sign out front really ties it in isn't that cool yeah yeah woodpost metalworks shout out Shout out. Yeah. 
I, I was uh, telling Cassandra that the sign that we got on the front of the studio was supposed to be like a third that size. <laughs> and so, well, I, I, not, not like they messed anything up. They sent me the dimensions. But initially, whenever we talked about putting that sign on the front of the studio, I really I was like, eh, you know, something modest. You know, doesn't have to be big. Modest. And they showed up with that <laughs> thing and went to affix it to the front of the studio. And I'm like, Jesus, <laughs> that thing is a monster. <laughs> Yeah, and you so, want everyone to know where you are. Well, the people that are no way to hide now enough yeah. to notice the sign. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's another thing I was telling you. I was expecting our Instagram followers to just shoot through the roof. Maybe it will. Maybe over time. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. People know where you're at now. So you've been busy. I try yes. to share as much as your stuff as I can. Um, I tell everybody tag me so I don't miss anything, and you're usually really good about that. You'll tag me and it'll show up as a, a message on my Instagram and then I just add it. Mm-hmm. So, but you, you've just been incredibly busy. Mm-hmm. You're gigging every week. Yeah. Especially on the weekends, right? Yeah, totally. Do I you have any uh, new residencies? No, I don't actually, but I, it's interesting that you asked me that because just last night I was thinking, I want a residency Yeah. because I haven't actually went somewhere seeking out a residency yet mm-hmm. since I sought out um the magnolia wine bar when i had a residency there and then hotel revel it kind of just turned into a a residency but Mm -hmm. anyway that would be great so if anyone's listening i want a residency at your place if it's optimal how they find you how would they find me cassandra mailer onset gmail.com there you go email me hurry up what are you waiting for pull your email out (laughs) now yeah are you i I'm probably completely mistaken, but I don't remember seeing anything recent from Hotel Revel. Are you still gigging? Oh there? no, I was just referencing okay. the residency. Okay, no, that um, that didn't work out. I um, I don't know if I should share. Well, that's <laughs> that's up to you. I don't want to get you in trouble, or well, I won't get in trouble. <laughs> I'll just say that um, they ended up well. They ended up not really wanting to pay me my value, so I left. Okay. So yeah. it was just kind of like a, yeah. It's not super hard feelings, just meh. Yeah. We're done it here. Just, it wasn't in alignment anymore, but yeah. I had so much fun there. And yeah. it was really beautiful being able to cultivate a community there. Mm-hmm. And once I started doing open mics there, it was really great because I got to see a lot of my musician friends show mm-hmm. up and we all got to be together at the same place yeah. and be able to, you know, share our music and whatnot. So yeah, I had a lot of fun there. So I left on a good note. Good. So maybe that'll match up with uh, with what your intentions are at some other point. Yeah. Maybe. Lots of lots of good places around town, though. Yeah, there are. So I like playing at wine bars. I've noticed. Really? Yeah. Just kind of fits the vibe. Yeah, people are more calm and collective there. They're more interested in what is being played. There, mm-hmm. it's more of an intimate setting rather than people just losing their freaking minds while you know getting super intoxicated with liquor and whatever else. Not yeah. that that happens often, but well, anywhere there's alcohol, I'm sure it is bound to happen, right? Yeah, people are there to tie one on. Do that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> some some people are. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, so th- with the we had uh, Matthew Broyles on and Tristan Morris. We had uh, Casey and his friend Casey Smith and his friend Munzee mm-hmm. on uh, yesterday, 
And a couple of the things that we talked about, one of them being, what have you kind of noticed around Fort Worth as far as changes just over the last year inside either the music industry or just Fort Worth as a whole? And you're asking me what I have noticed? Mm-hmm. Um, if anything. Over the past year, I've noticed people taking more time for themselves, maybe slowing down a little bit, actually feeling whatever's going on rather than being so busy. And so I feel like that kind of also goes into why we haven't been seeing as many people out as well as, you know, on an economic yeah. level, all of those things, but I don't really want to talk about that. Yeah. Um, but it's a compound thing. So, yeah, I've noticed that, which it's kind of interesting because it seems like it's in the highest good of all for someone to, you know, take time away. So I don't even know how I feel about it. I feel indifferent because I'm knowing that they're doing what's best for them while not going out and being busy and whatnot, which isn't the best for me. Right, (laughs) as a musician. yeah, Yeah, but at the same time, anything that is best for someone else is also best for me because we're all connected and we're all one. Um, But yeah, so I've noticed that. And then what else have I noticed? Well, I've been just keeping to myself more. Yeah. But, but also staying busy and singing and whatnot. And so I haven't really been... As move, I haven't really been moving as fast paced as I once was. So yeah. I too have kind of taken a step back and become more methodical about yeah. my actions. When you said you've got some new projects going on too, I do. Just recently, yeah, yeah. So talk about that at all? We absolutely. <laughs> um, well. The project that I was referencing earlier is the women's red tent and it's actually called our nonprofit is called the empowered women's red tent so this is like a a 501c it's going to be yeah i know i'm saying it is because it's we're we just have to do the paperwork Mm -hmm. and whatnot but we do intend to take it on a larger scale than just facilitating the red tents um, in the physical, but optimally in the future, I don't know when, but we'd like to be able to house women and be able to support them on their journey. If for any reason, you know, they need to leave someplace, like for instance, leaving their ex-husband or leaving a not so good situation and needing support in that time in their journey. We want to be able to do those things as well. So we want to build it and make it large enough to do that but as far as what we're doing right now goes we will be gathering at the south side preservation hall the first monday of every month starting january 1st 2024 so it's going to be literally the first day of the year nice next year and then every monday of the month the first monday of every month we'll be gathering. I'm really glad that you guys are using that venue because it's uh, it, it's another one of those places that just really needs to be used. Otherwise, it'll disappear. Mm-hmm. So I'm glad you guys are using that. 
Yeah. It's great. Shout out Southside Preservation Hall. Mm-hmm. It's a diamond amongst the city. It's kind of, I guess, um, yeah, just kind of looked over, but it's such a gem. Um, so much space in there, too. It's unbelievable. Yeah, in the space that you see, it's only one-third of the actual size of what it really is. Yeah. I went on a tour mm-hmm. um, with Jonathan and a couple friends, and oh my goodness, it just keeps going. Yes, there's a basement. There's yeah. how many floors are there? It seemed like there were four floors or more. Do they do tours? Yeah. Hmm. I believe so. I I'll mean, they gave me out. a tour. I, I think it's a usual thing that they yeah. do. Huh. Um, it's really cool. It just goes on and on and on. But anyway, um, so the women's red tent will be facilitated amongst myself and my good friend, Jamie. And she is a microdosing specialist as well as a breathwork specialist and an author. And she also ties in her microdosing and breathwork in with her book that she has. Um, but yeah, she and I will be facilitating the women's circle, the Empowered Women's Red Tent. And we're going to be gathering and sharing you know, what's on our hearts. And I'll be channeling messages for all of us and doing some healing work there as well as, you know, divination and pulling tarot cards and oracle mm-hmm. cards and does doing some face painting. And does everybody have to take their shoes off at the door? Well, no, but that sounds that sounds optimal, though. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I know you're kidding, scene. but yeah. I think that, no, that sounds good, though. <laughs> that might be your rule. I'm going to be saging people at the door. There you go. Um, is there a place where people can find information about that? Yes. You can follow us on Instagram. I know that we have that page completed, but it's the Empowered Women's Red Tent, and the image or logo is of a full moon with a phoenix that's on fire flying. Dope right in front of the moon so it's pretty easy to see (laughs) well i'll make sure and include that in the show notes andrew don't forget okay and uh what else did we cover the other day so we talked about your thanksgiving your friends giving things that you've seen change over the last year um anything this year that's uh really made you grateful something that you're extremely thankful for this year oh yeah (laughs) That made you misty-eyed. I know. <laughs> that was really s- just, it was really sweet. And um, I loved having these conversations. So I feel grateful for my entire life and to be able to be living intentionally and in alignment makes me grateful every day. And I feel especially grateful for my gifts that I've been given. And it's it's fun to find out more about them. Um, I'm grateful for my friends as well. I've had some really beautiful friendships that I've been able to cultivate after, over like the past two or three years or so. Um, so my friendships have been getting stronger and more supportive. 
So those things, as well as uh, my my landlords. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if I've ever heard somebody bring up their landlord when they're talking about gratitude. That's awesome. Yeah, well, they're just such special people. Um, they, I, it was interesting because when I was trying to find a house, I was looking at these places and I remember thinking, okay, well, this one's the price that I wanted. It's not quite everything that I desire, but I was actually willing to settle, which isn't really like me, but I was like, sooner the better, you know, I needed a place sooner than later. Um, and I didn't end up getting that particular one I just referenced, which ended up being a blessing. And I ended up where I am now. And, you know, whenever things like that happen, once you realize why they happen that way, it's, it's nice to tune in and to connect and to remember that everything's always happening for you. And I ended up in a place that I really love with really beautiful people that are becoming kind of like family That's awesome. to me. That's awesome. So, And nothing against uh, Cassandra from last time we hung out here at the studio, <laughs> but you, you seem genuinely happier than last time. And that, I'd, I, I would not have known that, uh, that you could be happier than you were last time, but you do seem well, happier. I am. I am happier. That's great. I was also going through a lot of changes through that time, a lot of relationship changes. Yeah. Uh, I think I moved like in this... I think I moved like four times in the span of like five months or something that will crazy. Kick your ass. Yeah. And also had some other losses and while also having a lot of beautiful blessings, but it was just like a freaking tornado in my life and I was just tired. Yeah. But yeah. Ass kicking for growth. Again, if past Cassandra is listening to this, I am not <laughs> talking shit. It's just you seem so <laughs> Good right now. Thank you. Glad to hear that. <laughs> so, awesome. Well, we want to get you back on the show for a full episode. We uh, What we did was we invited some people out and, you know, uh, true to my nature, I didn't really plan this, but <laughs> I just, you know, called some homies and uh, wanted to make sure I got some important people and you've really been there for me and the show and uh, you've been very supportive. So, you're one of the people I thought of whenever I started Going through the Rolodex. Do you know what a Rolodex is? I do. Okay. Yes. An index <laughs> with uh, will letters on, the side, on yeah. them and they're all categorized. Mm -hmm. Anyway, yeah, I know. Yeah. Okay. That. Just making sure. I like tangible things like that. <laughs> <laughs> I referenced it and then I'm like, wait a minute. I just dated myself, I think. So, I'm I mean, I asshole. haven't seen a Rolodex on someone's actual desk in probably 20 years, mm. I would think. Maybe, maybe longer. <laughs> well, it's also good to have things that are tangible in, sure. in that way yeah. if, if if needed rather than potentially losing it on a computer hard drive or something. Yeah. Have you heard about all the, uh, <laughs> before we get out of here, the solar activity, <laughs> like the... The, the solar flares? The, yeah. Mass coronal ejections, MCEs. I don't think I have. Yeah. So apparently, like back in the... I want to say late 1800s or early 1900s, whenever we were still pretty reliant on the telegraph system, mm -hmm. we got hit with a CME. And what this is, it's, a, it's, a, uh, it's plasma that ejects from the sun and the energy contacts Earth. And it just 
it's it's like having an EMP go off all over the planet, and it fries anything uh, electrical. Mm-hmm. So in 1890, it was an inconvenience because they had to go and they had to restring the whole telegraph line. Can you imagine what would happen now? Psst. Nothing would be safe unless it's inside like a Faraday cage. I think in most cases, even if the device is turned off, it'll still fry it. Mm-hmm. So anyway, I believe it. to your point, having physical things and not stored on a hard drive, um, mm-hmm. it's really not a bad idea. Yeah, documented. I mean, I'd be screwed if I... <laughs> <laughs> a lot of us would be. Yeah. I mean, uh, we we've moved away from paper filing for a lot of good reasons and mm-hmm. some of it for the environment, some of it most mostly just for efficiency, but mm-hmm. yeah, one nice little CME. And what's so funny is it happens all the time, but the sun is doing this in 360, like omnidirectional in a, a global way. So it's, it's happening all the time, but in order for one to go off at the right time in the right direction and hit the planet, it's, uh, it's very unlikely, but they've been the the frequency and uh, no, amount of time between the CMEs has become less and less. So it's getting more and more active. Mm. So anyway, just thought I had to share that. Mm. <laughs> yeah, it's it's interesting how we don't really think about how we're being affected by all of these things around us. Uh. Well, I do, but I don't know if a lot of people consider those things, but even something as minimal or seemingly minimal as Wi-Fi mm-hmm. affects us and how we feel and our own yeah. electromagnetic frequency. Go down that rabbit hole and sometimes. <laughs> 5G, Wi-Fi, all that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I stay away from 5G towers. You, you, I've had fantasies about blowing them all up. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Back to the black coffee. Uh, it was a fantasy, folks. <laughs> Calm down. I'm not going to do that. <laughs> I caught Kind of remind me of the movie Fight Club. Right. He's like yeah. um, battling the corporatocracy and mm-hmm. all of that, but in a different way. You well, know, there, I'm just concerned are, about everyone's electromagnetic frequencies. Well, there are uh, countries that have banned 5G. Where Cannot, in, I, well, don't get me lying to you, but there are countries that said, no, you're not putting that here. Probably somewhere in Denmark. They're very organic that and sounds right, community-based, and they actually give a shit about their people's well-being. Yeah. Uh, unlike this bagman business we reside in. Can you get citizenship in Denmark? What are we doing? Should I? Should we Should all? Should I have a farm there? <laughs> Should we all have a farm there? Probably. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. I just, I've completely lost faith in a lot of our, uh, you know, things that we grew up thinking were just totally normal. Now, you know, the stuff they put in our food, the 5G, the coronal mass ejections and all oh, that. Oh, yeah. Well, earlier you were asking me, right? You were asking me about changes I've seen. I, myself, have, you know, been on this journey of, you know, what I have in my diet and my diet is, you know, who I talk to, what I put in my body, what I eat, mm-hmm. what I view, what I listen to, um, so more the environments than just, I'm around, et cetera. More than just nutrition. Yeah, yeah. More than that. But I have been seeing other people kind of embarking on that journey more mm-hmm. as well as, talking about the bioengineered food that is so popular, especially in America Mm -hmm. and 
actually creating more of an awareness about that. Yeah. Um, I think we're going to see a lot more people trying to do like homesteading stuff and growing their own food because it's, it's obvious. I mean, they just passed a bill requiring, I think, uh, produce to all be sprayed with this new thing that is going to extend the shelf life. When you say all produce, are you also referencing organic produce? I think so. I think so. Then it wouldn't be organic anymore. Well, it's organic. If they say it's organic, right? You just move the goalpost. I don't trust those organic stickers. I need to go to like a farmer's market or something. That's what I enjoy doing most as well. When I was living in Atlanta, it was actually just within walking distance. I am a hundred percent sure we talked about this on your episode. (laughs) Probably. Um, Is there, is there a good, yeah. Is there a good uh, farmer's market that you like going to around here? I know of a farmer's market that is near the uh, White Settlement Water Park okay. on Saturdays, although I haven't They just set up in again. a parking lot? Or? Yeah, they set up in the parking lot okay. over there by the water park. Mm-hmm. Um, but I guess I kind of lost hope with that. Well, I didn't lose hope, but I... I don't know. It just seems like they're kind of few and far between yeah. here. There's a really good one kind of going south on 377, south of uh, Fort Worth. And I cannot remember the name of the place. I want to say it's called a stone's throw, but I don't know that that's right. And uh, they will, I think, periodically or every time they do the Clear Fork uh, Saturday market. Mm-hmm. I think they're out there every time. But they've got some excellent food. They've got uh, locally sourced meat, which wouldn't help you. But it's good to know for other people that it's eat meat. Excellent. And they do a lot of the like the blood organs. So if you wanted to go get like some s- stuff that you can't find at a supermarket that's mm-hmm. locally sourced, they've got that. And they've got uh, you know, locally grown vegetables and things like that and canned foods and whatnot. But so they're out there. You can find them, but you know, it's difficult for anybody that's, you know, most Americans running around don't have any time left to do any extra stuff. So mm-hmm. trying to make a 20-minute trip across town to go get some high-dollar groceries probably sounds pretty unappealing to most people. Mm-hmm. Although a doctor doctor's bill probably sounds, you know, less appealing. Yeah, cancer's than- expensive. Yeah, potentially just going and investing in your health in that way. Yeah. But, yeah, cancer, all of those things. It's saddening. And it's interesting, too, because you do see a lot of people doing everything that's right for their body and still ending up with cancer. Mm -hmm. So you can just do your best and hope for the best. It's those 5G towers. Probably. Let's close on a good note though. Tell us something happy. <laughs> let's not let's How not leave them there? like that. <laughs> I this Real is talk. where conversations go though, right? I mean, it's <laughs> on everybody's mind. So, that's And we're just talking about it. Me and Matthew did it. I think me and Casey did it. So, it's, you know. Okay. <laughs> well, what I am really excited to see is this mass awakening that is happening on our planet. And all of the people that are waking up to, you know, things that they don't desire and finding more beautiful things out about themselves and being in the present moment 
and embracing that. Speaking of which, my song, Be Here Now, I'm releasing that. When? In divine timing. It should be coming out within six weeks or so. Okay. So make sure to look for that. So I'll tell you this, in case you haven't heard it already, and anybody that's listening, we're doing a playlist, and um, it it's open to everybody that plays music in Fort Worth. So if anybody wants to put new music out, just, I've got a little form. You put what track you want on it, give me permission to use it, and then we'll put it on the playlist. People can vote on it, and then later we'll do a, okay, which ones are your favorite? So we'll do one big, long playlist. It might be 400 tracks. Okay. Is it's that starting good. as soon as you start getting those in, or is it starting, like, next year? Or? In divine timing. Oh, okay. I like how you did that. <laughs> yeah, put it back on me. <laughs> um, well, we want to put that out as quickly as possible, but I also want to give our local artists enough time to, to get it done. And there's at least seven or eight musicians right now. And if you the shoe fits, wear it, uh, that have the forms that need to send them back. Otherwise, they're not going to be included, and that would suck because I know they want to be on the playlist. But if you have the form, send it back to me. If you don't have the form, email me and tell me that you want to submit your music to the playlist. <laughs> yes. All right. And we need to get you back on the show soon. So mm-hmm. we can sit here, bring a friend. We'll do three hours. We'll have vegetarian options on a platter, uh, some <laughs> Topo Chico, and we'll just make a whole thing out of it. Okay. That sounds incredible. Thank you for dropping everything and just coming. I know yeah. I, I didn't plan this at all, and I'm sure everybody's just like, this asshole. No. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm grateful for the opportunity to talk to you about yeah. things, and yeah. I'm always happy to see you. And uh, before we get out of here, and I... I just wanted to make sure that you know I'm thankful for you and your friendship and all your support. So thank you, and um, anything I can do to help, just let me know. Okay. Okay? All right, guys, we're out of here. Thank you very much. We'll see you on the next one. And that's how we start the show. (laughs) Thank y'all for being here. Thank y'all for joining us for our Friendsgiving episode. Yes. I reached out to uh, some of my closest homies and was like, what are you doing today? And my gallbladder answered. My gallbladder was like, hey, (laughs) what's up? Let's do this. (laughs) Thankfully, we uh, were lucky enough to be doing absolutely nothing today. What was was said earlier, I was like, that's how we need to start the show. (laughs) Do you remember what you said? Uh, I don't remember. Shit. Squatty Potty. Squatty Potty. Squatty Potties are amazing. This program is sponsored by Squatty Potty. Thank you to the Cicada for having a Squatty Potty. Oh, the Cicada has a Squatty Potty? In every stall. Oh, dude. Yeah. Yeah. They know what's up. They know what's up. I was like, Tyler, you're my friend. (laughs) (laughs) more, all the more reason for you to go out to the cicada. Absolutely. Yeah. Love that place. <coughs> I, I, I really like what they did with it. And I think all of us were, you know, on pins and needles and suspense waiting to see what was going to happen with mass. But yeah. they have done it justice. I think and, so. then some. And, and then and some. And I don't know if you saw Tyler's post. I mean, they're kind of struggling. So Everybody is. So yeah. if you get an opportunity, Everybody. listeners, to go out to the cicada, you should do that. Uh, and you should go out to... As, to, ma- as many venues as you can because they're all struggling. Go to the Post. Go check out Twilight. I yeah. mean, Twilight's got some damn good tacos, so yeah. that's all, all yeah. the reason to go right Just, there. Well, and that's a message we've been pushing pretty hard on the show yeah. lately and, mm. I don't know, for the past year is economically, it's yeah. bad. And everybody gets that. I know sure. It's not lost on anybody, but if you're going out, yeah. y- please... Think, think about our local guys. Yeah, go local. Don't 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 go to freaking Chili's. No. The right. Cheesecake Cheddar's. Factory does not need your yeah. business. No, hundred <laughs> percent. Yeah. Let's see. Well, you know they always talk about you. Millennials are killing Applebee's and all that. Fuck you Applebee's. <laughs> right in the dick. <laughs> oh wow. <laughs> Sponsored by Applebee's. <laughs> 
But um, even Applebee's doesn't like Applebee's. <laughs> I, I bet that's right. I bet that's right. Get you some have you been? Have you gone there and talked to some of the employees? Well, it, it's like, and I don't know that this is still true, but for a long time, uh, that was the last place in the mm. DFW area mm. you could smoke a cigarette inside oh, the yeah. building. Wow. That's a clever ploy. <laughs> We're doing smokers. whatever we can. Yeah. Yeah. And you know what's funny about this conversation? Me saying fuck Applebee's. I uh, I was in Grant Morrison's uh, recently released music video. <laughs> Afterward, I had taken like an extra long shot of vodka, and I uh, it, the filter was gone. I was like, man, I, this reminds me of when I used to work at Macy's, and I'd be at the Applebee's every night. <laughs> <laughs> when you didn't when hilarious. you didn't know any better i didn't know, know any better i didn't know any no. better i was like i was like you know newly 21 and i used like, to go get margaritas yeah. <laughs> i used to go get drunk at bennegan's you know like oh bennegan's was awesome <laughs> See, Dude, bennegan's was great that's you know. that's where the sophisticated one it was went. not sophisticated <laughs> <laughs> i'm just kidding no it was uh, not sophisticated. Funny. Yeah. you get you a monte cristo while you're getting hammered Dude, yeah. that monte cristo <laughs> you nailed it right there bennegan's monte cristo that's why everybody went oh everybody oh good it wasn't for anything else it was just for that and you know anything what it's mediocre monte cristo gold <laughs> i didn't find uh bennegan's until most of them had already shut down but yeah. there was one open in uh what is that westlake yeah oh yeah, yeah probably was and it was i think mm. one of two left in the nation and they were trying to get it yeah. going again and it just failed yeah I, I don't know that there are any left i think there might be one like the last blockbuster or something there might be a, yeah. the last bennegan somebody is just calling it bennegan's but the entity <laughs> yeah. has died yeah 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 i don't even went know. the and way of the sears and the incredible rewards account. yeah I'm sorry, X account, whatever. I don't, fuck you, Elon. <laughs> <laughs> X. I think it's funny that he also named his kid X, too. I think there's a thing. X something, though, I right? Think, I think he really, really wants to be an X-Man. I think he read mm-hmm. too many of the comics and just got all... He's like, Wolverine you know, is my I bitch. can jive with that, though. Hey, so yesterday I watched Logan. It was, yeah. it was released in 2017. Yeah, I remember yeah, that yeah. one. I didn't see it, but... It was good. It's depressing as shit. I remember that the trailer appeared to be very depressing. I wasn't sure. But the thing is, like, I don't know about you, but for my age group, Wolverine and Iron Man, those were the pimps. Those those were the most badass characters from our childhood. Absolutely. And to to watch Wolverine, you know, Mm. just fall apart. As an aging, yeah, which uh, is it's it's fifty year old man depends on rough. where your head's at. Is that's Oof. either inspiring or terrifying? You know, as someone who's pushing fifty, you're kind of like if it's even taking Wolverine, I'm kind of yeah, know, I got problems. Well, uh, he was indestructible, man. No, there was nothing that you could do to that guy. No, well, you know that that old that old X Men, you know, to me is kind of one of those forgotten because they weren't attached to Marvel at the time. Right. There was some kind yeah. of special deal, and then. It sucks that it didn't get incorporated properly into the MCU. I think it's mm. supposed to be the, with the new ones, but um, it won't have like fucking Ian McKellen or you know any of those guys in it. And Hugh Jackman, of course, is you know he's, he's done. He's he's he, a little yeah. older. Well, he's he's told everybody publicly like yeah. I'm not like, doing it anymore. Yeah. I don't want to do it anymore. And I just saw an interview with him recently. Might be why I watched Logan. Mm. Um, but he was but he was on he was a so good. He mm. was the best. They couldn't have picked like, a better guy for oh, it. Oh, yeah, yeah. But he was uh, talking to this guy about having a conversation with Jerry Seinfeld. Mm-hmm. And uh, so Hugh Jackman's there with Jerry Seinfeld. And he's like, when did you know that it was time to hang it up? And Jerry was like, he just, you know, at, mm-hmm. at a certain point, like, you don't want to run it out right. to where there's nothing left in the tank. Yep. You want to walk away before it's completely out yep. of gas. Right. And uh, he's Leave like, him. how do you know? He's just, you just know. 
You le- you got to leave them wanting more. It's the same. It's which is funny because that was a that was a Seinfeld line too. You know, it's like you know when you when you hit a high note, you need to leave, right? Because yeah. mm-hmm. if you if you keep going, you might risk you know going back downhill. So as yeah. soon as you hit the high note, you're like thank you all, I'm gonna take the hell you know That's get out of here. Because, <laughs> yeah. You know, and so Andre yeah. 3000 or 6000 well. whatever fucking <laughs> said it the best he's like what am I going to rap about I got to go get a colonoscopy have you heard his, <laughs> have you heard his flute album who Andre 3000 from Outcast I think he did a what, bunch of mushrooms what was it called he, he just put out an album of instrumental flute music mm-hmm. um, and it's like the entire the entire internet is like what I like gave myself away I'm like I don't listen to this rapper Andre 6000 3000 <laughs> whatever <laughs> but, it, but it's interesting because he's totally very down to earth about it he's just like what am I going to rap about you know, yeah like I, I, mean, got, I got a chiropractic appointment you know, like, I don't, I, no. I've discovered that it's good to paint too the, al- the album it's like yeah. it's like literally it well, reminds me a little bit like, of like psychedelic forest yeah. music but like, like for <laughs> people who are like outcast you know it's like it's not outcast it's no. just flute music yeah you know, it's flute yeah. music if you're, if you're showing up looking for outcast you, you've, you've already lost get that, yeah. right <laughs> but i but i actually i have some respect for people who kind of just screw with people's expectations like that you know just like <laughs> let's just i'm just gonna do what i'm gonna do and in fact he the titles that he had for the songs are so funny because one of them was like I tried to make a rap record, but this is what came out. <laughs> That's the title of a song. <laughs> I'm trying to think of who who else is a really good example of that. Mm-hmm. I mean, you got people like Matthew McConaughey and Mark Wahlberg that have got their fingers and everything, trying to diversify yeah. their image. Well, because you, I think after you do a certain thing for any length of time, I mean, I say that from experience because you know I I, I just put out that radio play after years of putting out music albums, you know, and just mm-hmm. like, I just feel like doing something else. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I totally respect whenever anyone wants to do that. You and know. for our listeners that don't know, uh, yeah. I have a starring role. You do. That, so. You have a very <laughs> big role. Very big role. Took took a long time to record your part. And, uh, 12 seconds, yeah, I think. Yeah. He's, he, yes, Mr. Mr. Andrew Turner is Captain Perez in the, uh, in the Rewired Radio Play, which you can find at rewiredradioplay.com. Which will um, be in the show notes, Andrew. Yeah, you should absolutely do that. I played yeah. Nina. You should hear me. <laughs> eat a and cracker. she does. She does have eat a, a cracker in the middle of it. It's yeah, great. she does have a part as well, and it really <laughs> contains like half the Fort Worth music scene, which is fun. That's yeah, great. you yeah. did, and that's what's so brilliant about it. You included so many people in it. Well, and all I did was just ask. I was, yeah. just, like, I was just like, "Does anyone want to do this?" And they were like, "Yeah, I want to do this." So, yeah, and that's cool when that happens because I remember the de- that that's kind of how I feel like. Sometimes I get to feeling like, ah, oh, nobody gives a shit about what I do. But then when I put out a call like that and like all these people want to do it, I'm like, okay, oh, maybe, it was so maybe, exciting. maybe somebody gives a shit about what I do. So God, I, yeah, yeah. I, I remember the, the day that I came and we had tried to schedule me coming over and yeah, doing that recording had, several times. Right. Mm-hmm. And but just uh, had stuff going on. Well, like, but the, the day that I finally got to go over there, I was so excited. Mm-hmm. And for anybody that <laughs> listens to that and is trying to find my part in it, <laughs> good luck. It's very but, <laughs> but if you do find it and you, you hear me and I don't sound that good, doesn't sound like I nailed the part, I promise you I did a thousand times better because Matthew coached me. It would have oh, been, well. you know, like the first take was. <laughs> yeah, but that's a lot of people. You know, if you really, I mean, I don't know if you've done any acting before, but, but if you haven't. Only acted, when I eat my mother's meat. <laughs> uh, it's, it's tasty. You did oh, good. mom, this is. Great. But, I, but, I, but so the, the the Jeff Goldblum quote that I always like is that most musicians are frustrated actors and most actors are frustrated musicians. I've heard you say that. But yeah. I think that... And, and most artists are just getting bored, so we want to try stuff. <laughs> but I also think that anyone with any kind of creative impulse at all, like mm-hmm. be it a podcast host or an artist or whatever, 
you do have what's the, the basic elements in there to act if you if you because like i had mana on there and she's a comedian and so you know oh, she's know not she, yeah, yeah she's not an actor but she's when you're on stage performing you have to have some of those instincts. Now that yeah. seems like an actor to me, a yeah. comedian, because yeah. there's a lot of acting in that. Right? Yeah, there is. There mm-hmm. is finding different ways to deliver your line. Yeah. Well, anytime yeah. you get up on stage, because it's the funny thing when you when you get up on stage, you have to deliver it as if nothing else just happened before the show, right? Uh-huh. You know, like uh-huh. so. If you have to sing a sad song, but you're not feeling sad, you have to pretend that you're sad. If you have to sing a happy song and you're not happy, you have to pretend that you're happy. Suck it up, Buttercup. Yeah. And so when you're when you're when you're a comedian and you have to get up and make people laugh, but you just you know got a call from your landlord and you know everything's fucked up at home, you still have to make people laugh. So there's acting involved in it. You know, yeah. where you have to get yourself into that mind frame, right? It's it's similar, I would imagine, to being a professional athlete. Athlete, you know, where you just kind of have to, you know, push away all the bad stuff and just focus. Yeah. Uh, but with the creative instinct, it's a little different because you. It also has to feel natural. Uh-huh. It has to, you know, seem as if it's it's. I always wondered reality. if some of those athletes that like so like football players, for instance, ever get like a call from their landlord pre-game. Oh, and don't just use it. Well, use their frustration. The pros don't in the NFL. Yeah, they no, they, they they paid two <laughs> years in advance. I'm talking like the college football teams because yeah, I some, see some of them. They're overly aggressive with how they tackle. Well, but, well, but some of that's weird because that's just young testosterone. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's yeah. All that people is. get the, well. Watch, watch some. Hockey. Fucking hate my landlord. Ugh, watch, you know? watch some hockey games if you want to oh, see some. Oh God. <laughs> they all got calls from their landlords. Dude, a guy games. just got murdered on the ice. Did he really? Did you hear about that? No, I did not hear that. And I don't understand, or I didn't listen to the full story, so I don't have all the specifics, but somebody got their throat cut, mm. I believe, oh. in a game Whoa! with a with a skate. Oh, my God. Mm-hmm. Jesus. And the guy's on man- manslaughter charges, I believe. Wow. The guy died right there on the ice. That's like that's like a level beyond Alec Baldwin there. you know. I don't know. The- I'm kind of numb from it all because I watched 2000. <laughs> like, I, I watched what happened at 9-11 like, just on live television. So I'm just well, like, I know, but- well, you know, it's, As a, Americans Tuesday. Getting, it's, it's a Tuesday. Yeah. You know, like that's kind of how it feels lately. But it is, it is it crazy, is crazy though. though. When you, when you think about stuff. somebody playing a game. Yeah. And dying. For, it's supposed to be for fun, folks. Right. Right. That's but always I, my joke. You know, people are, <laughs> oh, yeah, we're my team, blah, blah, blah. We didn't win this week. Or we did win. But yeah, did yeah. everybody have fun? Yes. Because <laughs> it's a game. But that's right. what, but it's palpable sometimes. Like, so when the Rangers did this run here lately, you know, they were kind of having up and down, right? During, right. You know, and so it's like, oh, they lost this game. And then I'd go into work and everyone's bummed out. <laughs> like, you know, like it actually affected their yeah. day. Right. And then, you know, the next day they would win. Everyone was just the happiest, you know. And and it was just kind of like, I think y'all are too invested in this, you know. And I'll just, right. I'll never understand that. Like, whatever switch or gear or gene that people are born with that makes them give a shit about professional sports, I don't have it. And, and it's never weird because it. I do enjoy, like, kids playing, right? Like, I, I'll go I'll go see, uh, you know, a, a kids playing it's sports. It's fun to watch. Because they're having yeah. fun, right? But I'm not going to follow pro athletes. I'm just not. No. I don't give yeah, a shit. I, I don't no. care. But yeah. Going to watch a live event, especially with kids, yeah, is I so like, much. I great. like watching the volleyball because they're like, ah! <laughs> <laughs> they get they're getting some, they're getting some, something out. I think most men really appreciate volleyball. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, beach there's, volleyball there's, particularly. There's no there's reason why or their outfits need when to. When they scream as they hit the thing. Yeah, see, there's something to that. Yeah, I don't know. yeah. Oh, yeah, no, yeah. I'll bet there's something to that. Well, and, <laughs> and, and there's also there's also been several instances, and I think this was with uh, Sabrina Williams or what's her sister? Serena name? and Venus. Serena. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, that's right. That's right. I'm so sorry. Um, But they've been called, like, out, like, during the game. Like, okay, all right, we got to stop the game. 
Let me talk to you. Oh, you got to quiet it down with that yelling. Wow. Yeah. And, they're, and they're like, "What are you? What? Yeah, like what? I'm playing. I'm just playing the game. Thing. Yeah. It's like you're just angry because I'm winning. Yeah. Right. <laughs> and gorgeous. <laughs> right. You know. So, uh, but, people, yeah, I guess somebody uh, on the hope. sidelines is like, "This is getting this haters. Is, haters getting haters. A little getting a little this randy is, up this in this turning something. This is turning into something. Else. Well, that's the old. That's the old. You know, the the <sighs> Supreme Court definition of pornography. You know, which was that I can't define it, but I know it when I see it. Right. You know, and is it's, that uh, is that, that the definition? In 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 Potter Stewart was a Supreme Court justice, I think, back in the fifties, sixties, and there was a pornography case that came up, and it's like, is this? It was Robert Maplethorpe who who takes these very risque photographs, and they were in art galleries, <laughs> and so someone protested and was like, you know, this is this is porn, this is not art, so they brought it to know? the damn Supreme Court, yeah, and they were like, you know, and Potter Stewart's famous thing was like, well. You know, because someone was asking him, how do you define what porn is versus what art is? And he was like, well, I can't define it, but I know it when I see it. Yeah. Which, that's so funny. So well, we'll just make you the guy. You'll so, just be the guy. So what they're going to have to do is go right over to the modern and right over to the uh, Amon Well, this Carter was years ago. Yeah. Look at all those classic paintings with uh, the ladies and the with naked gauzy people, outfits for sure. and their nips hanging out and their I bits, mean, you know? Yeah. <laughs> Just see the, if they get a little bothered. Well, all the Greek. I mean, the, then, Greeks, the Greeks go, had all their junk hanging out. Yeah, you know, go, go and, ahead yeah. and contact those artists. I'm sure they care. But it is funny. <laughs> people know. do people do get mad when they get horny, though. Like, what? You know, yeah. What, who are these like, people? No, I mean, well, people who are much more tightly wound than you and I. People well, yeah, I always want, they don't I, want I always to feel those feelings. Now, yeah. now, if I become, you know, it. If those emotions they're the, they're arise. the kind of people who are like, Mother, can I talk to you? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I don't want any of those people here. Yeah. But you know you know what I'm talking about. Like there's yeah. just people who are very uncomfortable with those sorts of feelings. Well don't you just and you, so you dial start. it back, right? You go, Okay, yeah. why am I feeling this way right, yeah, right. Oh yeah. Right. Pop tarts. I <laughs> love Pop Tarts. And that lady's carrying a bag of Pop Tarts. But right. they want to make yeah, but people people get real mad about that, which is funny because I get, I get mad lately when people are eating cheese and I'm like, God, oh my! That's God. because they're not. Off- that's just because they're it. not offering you any. That's because I can't. I can't eat it right now. <laughs> but see, you're making it their problem. It's, it's not all their, their problem. Fault. It's your problem. So. It's all their fault. Speaking of food, yes. What did you guys do for Thanksgiving? We went to my. Uh, well, she. I, uh, I would have, but she ordered Cracker Barrel. Didn't I had you? fucking Cracker Barrel. Yeah, it was all right. It's not terrible. It's not terrible. It's okay. So yeah, we it, we supplemented with good things. So and you had there was there was exploding baby poop also that. Oh happened. god, oh, that was no. fucking funny. Like within <laughs> How was minutes, that ever funny. So we we have a new addition in the family. My cousin had okay. a had a had a baby, right? Yeah. Zaxton is his name, and um, Zaxton. Yeah, and Zaxton. we don't normally have children at our house. So uh, yeah, within minutes of us just like heating up the food, and I'm over here just like struggling to make fucking coffee so that I don't murder everybody. <laughs> exploding baby <laughs> yeah, he just went kapoom and they have a way of where it just comes out all the holes oh my God. of the diaper well right because you've got that diaper <laughs> up against its exit port and, and, and so it's going to go in every direction except that yeah. way and he was in this like little rolling thing at the time like, so you know, he's, they, he's just in the diaper <laughs> just in the diaper and the rolling thing just kind of like what yeah there's you know? nothing else to contain yeah. it so my cousin oh, no. spent just before lunch hit she spent you know like i don't know 45 minutes out there just trying to clean the fucking oh, thing with a power with a power washer with a power washer mm. and like you know the baby's <laughs> upstairs in the bath just like i had fun did you you know i'm enjoying so, myself yeah, my, my, my thanksgiving was much milder than that i went to my parents house and <laughs> i, I would have rather have gone to your parents house and talked to the chickens that would have been great. yeah they got chickens out there but but we did have uh 
the uh, we did mega fire pit out there. So yeah. we mega fire slide, pit, uh, not mega, just a regular well, fire pit. You said yeah. mega, did I? Oh, mega fire pit. I like I it. It's that. like it's like a new. Song. Oh, now maybe my, maybe I just heard you wrong. I think I think you're yeah. I think you make a fire pit. Just, make we did fire? make a fire. Ah, uh, okay. We had a naked I, fire. <laughs> we had a naked fire pit. Fantastic. See, I was going to go to that too. Well, what I what I do miss though, and this is not a Thanksgiving thing, but my dad years ago. For New Year's, we would do a thing where he, you know, we'd buy a Christmas tree from wherever. And then by the time you get to New Year's, of course, the Christmas tree is dry and Mm -hmm. ready to light. So he would put it out on the fence and fill it with fireworks and we would set the tree on fire. And it would just, just, you know, light up the whole damn uh, backfield. What What year was this? This was probably... Eighties to nineties, like okay, you know, somewhere about. back in the good days. Yeah, nowadays, I somebody but what would started definitely happening have an issue. was is at the store they would start treating the trees so they wouldn't light up. And I remember very distinctly the first year we went out there, and he was trying like hell to light this tree, and it would not light. What's on? What's going on? Yeah, with this tree he was pissed, so he ended up damn co- he ended up tree. covering it with gasoline. <laughs> <laughs> By God, it's gonna light. And we I, haven't really. Done I it have since a then. feeling that my dad would have loved that. Yeah. My, my father likes to fire set hazards were just a fact of life back then. You know, I mean, he just you know lived like that. When so, I was when I was like. Like four or five, we had uh-huh. this giant brush pile that had all kinds of different creatures living in it. Mm-hmm. Oh, and no. in order to get rid of the giant brush pile, I saw my dad out there with a gas can just <laughs> throwing the gas everywhere. And little and then, Trist is like, the woodland creatures. I'm like, no, the bunnies, save the bunnies. He's like, they'll run. And I'm like, <laughs> and like he throws the match and it goes, Pew! And just lit up, and like he, we got so many fucking calls. <laughs> well, yeah, you terrifying all the neighbors. Like, the neighbors you know. were like, "What the hell?" Well, I was it at was a friend's property funny. one year, and and they did it every so often. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, they're out on acreage, mm-hmm. and so they would constantly just be bringing in brush and mm-hmm. and, and the, piles of limbs and stuff like that. The brush was like the size of this room. Yeah, yeah, like, and, this, and this one kind of was too. And Ooh. so they had to light it. I mean, it's oh, got to yeah, burn. Yeah. That's what you do out Absolutely. in the country, right? Right. Well, um, I wanted to be the hero and set this thing off one year, and I just couldn't get it to light. And I did the same thing that your dad did. I Mm -hmm. went and I got the gas can, and by God, it's going to light. And I thought I had a foolproof plan. Mm -hmm. I think I had like a two-foot-long stick. (laughs) (laughs) I got that thing lit, and I stuck it on that thing. And I ended up doing like this James Bond. I'm sure it didn't look as cool <laughs> as what I'm about to describe to you, but I did like a barrel roll yeah, like yeah, away from it. it. And I had already planned this. Like, uh-huh. I know I'm going to barrel roll away from this thing. <laughs> well, I lost all the hair on my arm yeah. that was oh, yeah. attached to that two-foot piece of stick. Yeah. And, uh, like half your eyebrow was gone. <laughs> uh, things were singed. It was, yeah. yeah. Don't be playing with gas, folks. No. No, <laughs> no don't do it. No, we had a very modest fire pit, and, and it was fine and uh not a mega not a mega okay. one, no. Damn. we we uh yeah we had the the cousins and all that stuff come in and like i said we were talking about earlier you know like you know the, the group is getting smaller uh mm. you know every mm. year and yeah. so because partially because um we are not gen we are not reproducing as rapidly as the generation before us so like right. i have 
a lot of cousins who never had kids. So, do you think you that know. has to do with the music? I mean, we had the slow jams in the <laughs> in the nineties, dude. Yeah, no, it's probably true. I mean, you know, I know in the seventies that uh, Barry White was responsible for quite a quite a few of us, almost being, all of existing, them, existing. Yeah. yeah, and then probably <laughs> when you get into the eighties, you had the had you know uh, Luther Vandross and whatnot who would get people pregnant. But uh, now we got Nick Cannon really just gives, impregnates everybody. So um, yeah, Ed Sheeran wasn't doing it, doing the trick. No. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I, I, I just think it's too expensive. You know, uh, people don't want to have kids. It's, it's an expensive. economic thing. All it joking really aside, yeah. yeah. But it, but it is creating a situation where, like, you know, the you go to the go to Thanksgiving and it's you know the same people minus whoever dropped off at the top end. You know, yeah. And uh, so it's but but the people who are left are you know still good people. I think and grateful and and grateful I'm, I am very family. grateful. I am very grateful because I know it's it's funny when you have. So my Facebook feed and whatnot is full mostly of creatives and you know like weirdo Facebook. Art. Yeah, <laughs> I, I know I'm not supposed. Tell to us be about on your MySpace. Yeah, he's no, also I, I've on got Instagram it too. Yeah. and I've, he's got a TikTok. I do have I do have the t- I don't use the TikTok but I, I I have it. He he will be he will use the TikTok <clears throat> at some point. My, my, so my daughter calls it the Boomer Zone, uh, the Facebook, <laughs> and, which she's not wrong. Uh, but like a lot of people I have on my social media are. Are, you know they're they're not normal people you know they're, they're creatives and whatnot and so many of them are posts and stuff about like how much the holidays suck because like they come from broken families and you know all kinds of you know there's always a fist fight and somebody's high on coke or whatever and i'm just very grateful that i don't have any of that right. in mind my family's very boring in that res- respect so, yeah uh you know we didn't have to screw with any of that except for the fact that uh you know my dad is just probably one of the crankiest people that you'll ever meet in, in your life and so you know he but it's funny though yeah like, i was about to say funny, that can be funny he's not drunk cranky he's just regular cranky <laughs> <laughs> and that like, i appreciate like an hour into the uh, gathering he's like go so, hide in the back room you know kind of <laughs> yeah now when the, when the battery runs out he's just like i'll go home i don't tire of you people i want to go outside and talk to the chickens <laughs> it's like having tom waits for a father but he's know. not like mean about it no i mean it's just very matter of fact like, well i'm done with y'all that, that's you it out of here. that's it do whatever yeah. you gotta do i'm done but that's what yeah. I'm model. That's what I'm modeling my. Uh, so I was talking. So my niece and my nephew are both theater kids, right? So they nice. they're in all the productions in Granbury and Cleburne mm-hmm. and whatnot. And they we talk about it sometimes because I was in theater in high school and college, and then I kind of dropped it because the only parts I was ever able to play were the old man parts. <laughs> and then, what? but then I got out into the world and realized because you were height or no, I was just good at really being. Okay. I was I was good at being my <laughs> give father. Us, give was, us a little taste. Well, you know, you're kind of a grumpy old man. You talk like this, and like, you know, to hell with all you people. What's the matter with you? I was real good at that type of thing. So, but you in high school and college, you know, you can do the old man, but then you get out into the world, and there's actual old men who are doing those parts. So you can't get those parts. Mm-hmm. So I put my acting career on the shelf for a while, and I'm I'm waiting until probably I don't know 60, 65. I'm going to restart my acting career as a grumpy man. Going to be going to be nothing man. but the grumpy old man part. <laughs> you nail it every yeah. time, and I'm going to have the best time doing that because I think it'll be great. Like if oh, they need a commercial children. commercial with some cranky old <laughs> bastard, you know, like that's I'll call me, I'll do it. Yeah, you know, so he's I'm, he's got a, a what pictures? We were going through your pictures and we found your old man. Yeah, because they would they would do the spray very, gray hair, you know. Oh yeah, to try, to try to age me when I was eighteen years old or something <laughs> like that. It was pretty funny. It was pretty funny. But yeah, the poor posture helped, you know. So uh, it was able to kind of <laughs> haunch. And I actually borrowed my dad's 
kind of beat up cardigan, you know, and uh, was able to pull that off. Pull it off, yeah. Yeah. But yeah, they, there's a hard cutoff when you get out of college. They're just like, old men are actually available. Yeah, we don't need you. So, Trista, other than exploding baby poop, <laughs> any other uh, highlights I, to your Thanksgiving? Now, now, don't get me wrong. It was actually very good to see my cousin and my aunt. I haven't seen them in a long time. Um, <laughs> Uh, actually, we love I had yes. a pretty big highlight pre-Thanksgiving, believe it or not, um, unrelated to fa- family situations. Uh, I was at Thompson's, and I went in. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah this, was, this was pretty crazy. Now, what is Thompson's? Thompson's, Thompson's Bookstore. bookstore. It's, a, it's a speakeasy. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Thompson's, okay. It's, it's like where you go in, you Downtown. have to give the password yeah. at the bookcase, and then you, they'll let you downstairs. It's a pub. Yeah. yeah. Right. Um, well, it's gone under new management recently, and I hadn't been in in a while. <gasps> oh. And so, I know. but um, Is it good? It looks good. Okay. They did good. Okay. I mean, I was like, okay, good. They still have the antiques. They still have the old books. Nice. Um, they now have books that you can pull off the shelf and read, oh, which is cool. That is cool. Uh, good the, authors? Good authors, yeah. Nice selection. Yeah, nice selection, actually. Yeah, I was sitting there. I was like, Little oh, Tom, Tom Clancy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tom Clancy. <laughs> <laughs> but they got the fancy book covers. So anyway, uh, point being, like, you can go in there and get a get a drink and either yeah. talk with people or grab a book and read or whatever you want to do. And it's pretty cool. The upstairs has, like, spaces you can rent out. Cool. Well, I go in there because I used to do a lot of art events there. Yeah. Uh, my friend Brittany Day, she runs uh, Imbibe and Bid Art Auction. She's been doing it since like 2016 or earlier than that even. Nice. And um, I ran into her New Year's of 2017. She invited me to do the first one. That's how I know Thompson's. And it's always really cool because it's an old building and you, they have this big upstairs area yeah, that they've renovated. It. I haven't seen that yet. Mm-hmm. I haven't seen it either. Yeah. I, I walked in and I was looking around going, what'd they do to this place? <laughs> they better not have ruined it, you know. Well, when I walked in, the bartender goes, oh, Trista, I've bought art from you. Why don't you come have a drink? And I'm like, sure. And she goes, here, what do you want? It's on the house. And I thought that was weird. I was like, uh, make whatever whatever you like. What's, what what's you your favorite to? whiskey drink, you know? And this was pre, uh, pre, pre-gallbladder explosion, by the way. Um, anyway, uh, she makes me a drink, and I'm kind of looking around, going, trying to figure out why she has given me a free drink and what's going on. And Tristan, you gotta stop touching your headset. Sorry, I'm doing it's that. Making, it's making noises. Oh, shit. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm I'm causing extra editing. Anyway, it's, it's it's not driving me nuts. It's driving somebody nuts. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> well, anyway, thank you. Point being, sorry about that. It's okay. Uh, point being, you know, she makes me a drink. I'm looking around. I sit at the bar, and I'm kind of like, and I see this older fellow to the left of me. Younger fellow to the right of me. Younger fellow to the right of me, he is just done. Like, he has had so much to drink. Yeah. He's just so, he's out of it. He, he, he got stood up on a date, and he's sitting there talking oh, about it. No. And then there's the older gentleman to the left of me who's talking to a younger fellow. And I, I haven't seen his face, but, you know, he seems, seems preoccupied. You yeah. know, it's whatever. Well, bartender walks up, and, you know, he goes, hey, I think we're done. I'm like, Okay. And I'm sitting there at the time just kind of browsing my phone. And I have a picture of Trump on my phone just sitting there. And it was it was a friend a of... A, uh, what? It's a meme of some the kind. The meme. Yeah. It was like a meme yeah. of Trump. And uh, I, he... Older guy turns and it's a very familiar voice that comes out. He goes, what are you doing with that clown on your phone? <laughs> and I'm like, hmm. And I looked up and I'm like... Oh fuck! That's Harrison Ford. <laughs> Are you serious? Look at Harrison Ford sitting there having a drink, and I was like, "Did you did you enjoy your drink, sir? Can I buy you one?" You know. So I just kind of like immediately reached in my wallet and passed him my art card, and I was like, "Well, 
that's Facebook, so that doesn't matter. But here's my art card if you need oh any art. Oh, my God. Um, How wild is that? At that time, the, the dr- drunkie to the right of me, the older fellow, he's, he, like, he is five seconds away from going, are you serious right now, man? <laughs> is this real? You know, like, I'm, I'm just, I just feel him next to me getting excited. And, uh, trying to figure out how to hedge his way into this conversation. <laughs> right. And uh, Harrison's like, well, uh, and he's looking behind me and he's like, I think I think we'd better get out of here. He says it to the bartender and bartender's like, oh, yeah, no worries. Thank you so much. <laughs> and like she is stoked. And I'm, I'm over here just kind of like, what the fuck did that really just happen? That's wild, <laughs> man. He mm. leaves. The, older, the younger guy leaves. I don't know who the younger you guy was. You didn't ask him for a picture. She did. I, I did. He said no. And oh, like, are we whoa. are we doing selfies tonight? He goes, no, no, no selfies right now. I was okay. like, all right, but you, I but got you did you. offer him a hug. <laughs> I offered him a hug. He was weird about that. And he said a handshake is quieter. So I was <laughs> nice. like, okay. I think he was trying not to be noticed. Was he was trying saying. to. Yeah. And I, so I found out from because when she posted about it, some people pointed out he, uh, of course, he's a pilot. He he yeah. fly and so. The, he has to get like kind of refresher training and there they offer it in the, at the FW airport. And yeah. so he comes to town on a real, relatively regular basis. Well, he can get it done anywhere, but yeah, I know, know. but I think he, he just he, likes hanging. He, he likes Fort Worth. They, he's been spotted like on restaurants on Magnolia. Well, I had Wyoming. heard that there was another Harrison Ford sighting just recently, but mm-hmm. yeah. uh, Wow. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> How cool so is that? Harrison Ford has my art card. Hope he, hope he reaches out. <laughs> Sir, if you're listening, you should totally endorse Fort Worth Roots podcast. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> nah, we'll tag him in this yeah, for sure. Cool. Cool. <laughs> you know, it's weird. I, he has, he has Wait, a, oh, you an know X what? account, but he doesn't have an Instagram or a Facebook. Mm. We'll, we'll do a... That, that's a statement right there. Yeah. <laughs> we'll, 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 uh, we'll, we'll do a Harrison Ford tag. We, we might should. even name the air ep- episode something Harrison Fuck Ford-esque. Yeah. That would be great. I the think, Indiana uh, Jones episode. Yeah. I think I'm going to be busting out some, uh, some Star Wars-themed painting, paint classes for uh, December. So. Yeah, because that'll, yeah. that'll do it. That'll get into it. Yeah, I'll be like, yeah, come paint Chewie. Uh, <laughs> you know, the thing is, like, and just on my limited, what I'm doing here, mm-hmm. It's hard enough for me to just connect with everybody that sends me an email. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. can you imagine? Oh, it's not. Oh. It's not even possible. You know. Like, no, and it must be so not not even annoying. It must enrage people at his level. Like, leave me alone. Well, because <laughs> right. yeah, you can't even you can't even just go somewhere. No, right. You know, you can't. And, and not even Thompson's. Right. No. <laughs> and that's what's that's what is. That's probably why he was at Thompson's was because he was like, I could just kind of sneak in here, yeah. have a little drink, and it, drink it is, and then sneak on out. And it's yeah. it's dimly lit. Right. Right, and it's kind of just quiet. Everybody's sort of a yeah. bit absorbed mm-hmm. in what they're doing with their mm-hmm. people they're with, you yeah. know. No, there's the, that's the cross, that's the double edge of the fame there, is yeah. that, you know, yeah, everybody knows you, but everyone knows you. Yeah. And you just and can't have a normal life, you know. But how cool. You know, if yeah. I was going to bump into any actor, <laughs> oh, yeah. he'd be he's, at the top of the list. He oh, yeah. seems super chill and super down to earth. First of all, he called Trump a clown. I was cool with that. <laughs> um, and second of all, like... He was just like in plain clothes, just mm-hmm. a little button yeah. up and, you know, had his shirt tucked into his pants with his belt. You know, yeah. he's wearing Wranglers. He's trying to fit in a little, you know, had boots on. Just chilling. Just chilling. About nice. my dad's height. Well, you know, they, I mean, he was a, he was a carpenter for a long yeah. time before he was a movie star. And I think, you know, he, he broke kind of late. He was in his mid-30s before he kind of was he a household really? name. Yeah. Wow. Huh. He, he, had been, he had done carpentry work in Hollywood He looks so years. young in Star Wars. Yeah, he was, he he was the oldest one. He still looks young for his age, but he was, really? yeah, completely gray. Also, really, if he is still really piloting, 
I'm surprised because mm-hmm. there was yeah. that whole thing. Yeah, right. Yeah. I think I think they just don't want to be the ones to yank his license. I guess you know. No. Well, and yeah. <laughs> Sorry, Harrison. You can't fly anymore. His notoriety well, probably but, pulls I, a little. But we're weight. pretty sure that the person he was in there with was his was his son, who also yeah. flies. He's he's and a so, chef as well. Yeah. But you know, honestly, say what you will. But whenever I was going through flight training, I don't know if mm. you ever heard me I talk about that. Flight, no. Um, I did not get my pilot's license because I ran out of money whenever it was time to do the check ride. I paid, I'm not going to tell you the dollar amount. It was absurd, but Mm. I made it all the way up to the check ride Mm. and I ran out of cash. And I'm like, well, I'll revisit this. And I never did. No, it's But, uh, uh, where was I going with that story? (laughs) Oh, uh, the instructor, multiple instructors told me, you know, we'd get done, uh, landing the aircraft, taxiing back to the uh, the hangar over there at American Flyers, just inside of Addison. And uh, I'd be complaining like, oh, you know, I kind of bounced a little bit on that mm-hmm. landing or oh, I was a little off center line or, you know, I, I, wasn't, I wasn't following the Vossi lights uh, close enough and I was, I was just a little bit off glide slow. I'd have some kind of complaint. Mm-hmm. And they'd be like, listen, <laughs> any landing that you can walk away from yeah. is a good you landing. Did, you did good. So, so with yeah. that being said and me talking shit about Harrison Ford and his, his airplane incident, you know, he walked away from it. Yeah, he did. Right. So by my yeah, instructor's uh, qualifications or mm-hmm. metrics, that was a good landing. That was a good landing. <laughs> yeah. Now, you know, had I been a passenger, I might not have thought yeah, that. Yeah, you, you know, might have your own yeah, metrics. I have my own opinions <laughs> yeah. on that sort of thing. But yeah. Last time I fly with you, Granddad. <laughs> I don't care how many artifacts you found you know, in those it is, caves. I do, I do think about that because <laughs> my granddad, when he was in his later years and he would be driving us places, he was already losing his eyesight a bit and he mm. drove by Braille essentially, you know, like <laughs> what? Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we started hitting yeah. you know, and uh, <laughs> Eventually to the eventually to the point where my mom was like, Hey, you're not riding with Granddad anymore. <laughs> you know? yeah. But now I'm thinking about him flying and I'm like, Oh, oh man, no. you know, I don't know about all of that. <laughs> yeah, at a certain age you gotta tie those things up. But they do. I mean, I think it's um it's either well, I forget now. I wanna say it's annually. You gotta do a flight yeah. physical. Yeah, you gotta do the thing. And you know, they do the blood pressure and the eye mm. test and the the blood work and yeah. it's, it's I think, fairly intensive. Yeah, and I think his son lives around here, which is part I think part of why he does it here. But Oh, okay. Yeah. But yeah, it's like <laughs> it it it's a hell of a of a funny thing. Because I always was, I always tend to run into like yeah. the B and C list people. I never run into the A list people. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it, it was weird because like I he just over. he just uh, he's just a normal dude. I'm like yeah, sure. that's what I told the people the guy next to me what like he was like, was that real? <laughs> like, and I'm like, yeah. <laughs> Let the man have a fucking drink. Yeah. You know? And and I don't I was trying to be me quiet. me as a standing rule. Yeah. I've I've already decided like if I run into somebody, I'm I'm gonna cut him a clear path. I'm yeah. Not, yeah. I'm not gonna well, and I learned that when I lived in New York, I learned that because you see them all the time. You know, you see like, oh, well, that's Jerry Orbach or that's, you know, whatever. And and you you do, you just you be cool about it because you don't want to be the, the one that's like, the oh, my God, are you the guy? You know, because right. like, it's like, like they don't get that all the time yeah. anyway. Every think, five seconds. I don't know who I ran into on the train. We were, we were coming off the train. We were in the subway. And there was this dude who just, he looked fucking, he was dressed to the nines. He had a cool style. And I was like, dude, I really like your style. What do you do? I'd ask anybody that, right? Yeah. And he was like, I work. I was like, <laughs> okay. Clearly right on, you dude. don't want to disclose who you are moving along, right. you know? Yeah. But that's, I mean, that's the deal is that, you know, you're kind of always having to be on guard for that yeah. sort of thing. Now, when you're in a city like LA or New York, you know, you're, 
you will get spotted. You will get spotted, but not screwed with as much. But right. if you're in Fort Worth, Texas, <laughs> you know people yeah. are not used to seeing celebrities. No. Right, right. You know, we're about to move on to another segment of the show. Yes. Before we do, would anybody else like another drink? Because I'm getting one. I'm okay. Are you? You sure? I'm good. I'm gonna okay. get you another pineapple. Okay. All right. And he's drinking for I'm not me gonna, today. I'm not, yeah. <laughs> I got a drink for her gallbladder too. So yeah. the only thing I have to offer you right now is coffee. <laughs> I'm played Oregon Trail. That's Oregon Trail, really. Mm-hmm. That's so fucking cool. I love that thing. I would die of dysentery. Everybody well. does eventually. <laughs> Everyone dies of dysentery eventually. <laughs> I don't know. Would you rather die from dysentery or the axle breaking mid river? Uh, axle breaking mid river because I it'd think be more so. entertaining. Well, it'd be quicker. Dysentery is slow and yeah. Sad, well, you, you're so. more likely to walk away from that one, right? Well, well assuming you don't. Assuming you're oh, not going to oh, walk away. Oh, well, drowning is, drowning sucks, but so does be dysentery. Like, so, like the horse and have you ever river. gone to sleep in? Uh, non-voluntarily involuntarily have you ever been put out uh it like sucks. for like for anesthesia that fun. or being choked unconscious no i have oh not. lord okay so i've been choked unconscious several times oh. and um it's actually very pleasant oh wow <laughs> i have questions I have so <laughs> many there are whole questions. sections of the internet where you can find that anyway moving on uh, <laughs> yeah we'll leave that for another episode um, all right, so this being the Friendsgiving episode, yes. Yes. We, we wanted to cover a few things, and you guys have already talked a little bit about what you're thankful for this year. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, thankful for the community. Big changes in uh, the community is kind of what uh, one of the other topics I was trying to yeah. hit. Well, so the thing with the creative community, and, and I've, you know, full disclosure, I mean, I've been, I've been in and about this community for 30 odd years now so i've watched i'm i'm at least a one of the studs in the wall you know <laughs> but 100 but i feel like every few years there is some kind of article that gets posted about like ah oh, the scene used to be better back in insert date here right that's the way it always is right. and yeah. i and i'm old enough that i've read that same article in a number of different decades yeah and um so whenever you see that sort of thing, I often just ignore it because, yes, things have changed, but they necessarily mean they've gotten worse. Now, sometimes you go through little dips, you know, like there's a period sure. where maybe it flattens a little bit and then it'll come back up. But you have to remember, there's always new blood being added to the stew, right? Yeah. So, so for instance, a few years ago, uh, I was talking about, when, when I was running the Barbershop podcast, um, we were talking about the Girls Rock Camp. The girls rock camp was training all of these girls to play, you know, rock and roll. And I remember saying at the time, like in five to 10 years, we're going to have a bunch of really great female fronted bands. And that's exactly what has happened. You know, there's a lot of really great female fronted bands around here. And, you know, you just have to wait for them to grow up and, you know, get, get active. And we're talking about Avery Burke here. Well, I mean, she's one of them, but, but but there's also, you know, Bethany. Yeah. Bethany Doolin. I mean, there's, you know, generational wealth. Uh, There's a lot of acts that are not necessarily rock bands, but like just even, you know, solo acoustic folks. Okay. So Um, like Gabby Minton and Cassandra May Laurent. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Real, you know, the, the newcomers and those folks, you know, if you'd been talking about it in 2013, they wouldn't have come up because they weren't doing anything, you know. And so I feel like sometimes you just have to trust in the turnover, 
You yeah. have to trust that, you know, yeah, you're going to lose some folks, uh-huh. but then you're going to get new folks. If the scene is any kind of, you know, has any kind of vitality to it. The thing I worry right. about, and I will, I will say this, and I'm trying not to be an old fart by saying it. I'm trying to be <laughs> mostly analytical about Objective, it, which yeah. is that. So for instance, Austin right now is having this issue where a lot of artists can't afford to live there because it's getting too expensive. Yeah. So their music scene is experiencing a dip. Yeah. Fort Worth is getting there on two fronts. It's yeah. harder to yeah. live here. It's more expensive. Right. And we're losing venues. Yes. Yep. Because it's so expensive. Yeah, 100%. So that is the only negative uh, point I would make is that we do run the risk of the turnover of, of the, the turnover not happening because right. they end up going somewhere else yeah. because it's too expensive. But where would you go? Well, I don't know. Weirdly, There's no, I mean, I don't know. honestly, Weirdly, it's kind of a combo thing. Some of them are moving to these little hoding towns mm-hmm. because the rent's affordable. Yep. Like it's affordable to live there and right. they're driving to the city to do things. Yeah. yeah and so they may still play here, uh, yeah. but, but they they're like 45 minutes outside of town, you know? And, yeah. and yeah, but like you said, where do they go? Because a lot of American cities are expensive. So, you know, I keep talking about moving to Colorado, but it keeps being, prohibitively expensive to do that it's unbelievable so yeah. uh yeah i mean it it's a thing and also you have this these sort of crosswinds of uh the the income you make from music from things like spotify or whatnot is so small that you do have to kind of make sure that you play a lot of shows uh-huh. and do a lot of merch and that type of thing and uh a lot of artists you know artists we're, we're <laughs> a lot of us are kind of very delicately balanced, you know, on the line of making sure that we are open enough to the world to create something, but also have to take care of business. Right. Yeah, right. And some folks are not as strong on the business end of things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so they can create, but they can't always promote and, and maintain Market. as well. And that used to be what things like record labels would do. They mm-hmm. would take care of the business end of it, and you would do the creative end of it. And now You're, they're like, well, if you have X amount of followers. Right. Yeah. So so now what's happening is that there's a lot more people who are having to do all of it. Mm-hmm. And that causes some of them to just stop because yeah. it's too much. Yeah. too much. It's overwhelming. And I, I totally get that. You know, I talked earlier about how I'm, you know, I haven't been active on the TikTok. It's because it's one thing too many. Oh, yeah. It you feels, know, it's feels like, like too much. It's like, I got to make the stuff. I got to promote the stuff. I got to play the shows. When am I going to have time to do the TikTok? Yeah. You know? It's like uh, somebody told me once, like if you can make like one video per day. Well, yeah, but who has time okay. for that? I, right. I, don't, I don't have time for that. Even like that, literally yeah. his day is like work, come home, Patreon, fix mm-hmm. this, feed cats, dinner, bed. Yeah. Like literally. I struggle with yeah. it on my level too. Yeah. yeah. So, Trista, are you going to piggyback yes. off that, or have you noticed any big changes over the year? Yep, I sure have. Um, well, yes, as you said, we are absolutely losing venues, but overall, like, there is a kind of, I don't want to be, like, super depressing, but it's its a sense of, well, I'm not going to stop, but now I have to pick this shit up. Like, it's like, they have to pick up a job, they have to pick up something on the side. To yeah, help there's been a lot. So just, yeah, yeah, economics. Economically, it's been way harder to maintain um, a career solo, in general, solo as an artist. Because if venues and businesses are not making money, they can't host musicians. They oh. can't say, hey, we want you to come do a mural, or hey, <clears throat> come do a show in our place. Yeah. Because they can't fucking afford to pay to do that and i I I was at a place in weatherford that i've caught you playing at before Remedy, Uh, yeah remedy Mm -hmm. 
And uh, I walked in, I think it was a Thursday or a Friday night. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I asked the guy, I said, who's playing tonight? And he said, we're kind of leaning away from that because, yeah. um, that. you know, and this is off the record <laughs> <laughs> on a recording, but, yeah. um, you, you know, he, he told me it doesn't bring in enough people. Mm. So we're not wow. going to dish out the money for it. And some of that is because, and this is what I'm bump, bumping into a lot, is that people, even if you say, I want to go see this guy play live, but then like your rent went up, you know, 300 bucks and maybe you can't go see that guy play live. There's a lot of shows I don't get to see yeah. because right. I just don't have the money for it. Um, or you're working so damn much. I'm working right. the energy like for you it. have a yeah. show. Yeah. You know, like, how yeah. Do you, so how do you I, do I, I don't ever, I don't ever give people crap whenever they're like, man, I meant to come to your show, but I couldn't make it. I'm right. like, I get fine. It. You know, yeah. you got stuff going on, but it does affect the venues when, you know, uh, and I've been talking to local booking folks about that, you know, just like, you know, when you promote, promote, promote and try to get people to the show. And it, there's always the Facebook thing of like, you know, you got all these people who say they're coming. You're probably going to get maybe 10% of that maybe, if you're lucky, yeah. you know? Yeah. 10% like, would be like great. You have yeah. like, I think yeah. the general rule is like, if you have like 53 people who have said they're interested, you're probably going to get about 10, five, five to 10 <laughs> if you're lucky. Yeah. And I, but, I, but I think what can. that shows is people's intent versus their means. Yeah. Right. yeah. Like right. they so still want to come. Because, yeah, because I'll do that. So. I'll be like, I'm interested. I'm interested. I'm interested. Right. interested. And right. then I'll get to Friday night and I'll be like, well, we'll I can't go see all of these yeah. and I may not even be able to see any of them. Yeah. Um, and so I don't know what the, yeah, yeah. I don't have a, a prescription for it, but I do mm-hmm. think that it affects the art scene. It affects the the bar scene. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It affects restaurants. Restaurants. It affects. It affects. Uh, and oddly, lately, I've been playing more very, very non traditional type of gigs because those are the only places that are able to do it. Like Central Market. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, been playing at distilleries. Been playing at H E B. I've actually heard that H E B is going to start yeah. hosting musicians. Well, that's yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah. And so I, I find that I'm doing a lot more things that aren't clubs. Yeah. Yeah. And I think a lot of that is just because clubs just can't do it as yeah. much as they used to. It's getting rough out there. And my message has changed from "Hey, go see a show" to "Hey, you're listening to this podcast." You're listening to Matthew Broyles and, and Trista Morris, and y'all y'all obviously support this community. Yeah. So do us a favor: go grab some of your friends. You yeah. already go to live events. Yeah. You I, already I support these best. artists. So, best. and I'm I'm talking to the people yeah. listening. Yeah, to this absolutely. Right now. Bring your friends. Yeah, yep. you already go to the shows. Bring and your friends. And Even if it's that's like what it's going to take. And I do think that there are or a lot two, or three. Of, or two or three. Yeah, I do think there are a lot of folks in town. Bring them up. Because I think we often forget that just because we're all plugged into the local creative uh, scene that we just think everybody knows about it. Yeah. But a lot of people don't know about it. You know, I I was was joking with a friend of mine, uh, you know, like, I think I know all the people who read the Fort Worth Weekly personally. (laughs) (laughs) Bro, facts. You know. And I got a lot lot of love for the Weekly. uh, No, I know, but I'm just saying. They've been good to me. They've been good to a lot of my friends. No, that's not an insult. No, no, no. I'm just saying that the... I was arguing with a friend of mine about this. Like, you know, we're all competing for the same thousand people. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Right. There's the same yeah. thousand people who do all the stuff. And uh, somehow we have to reach out beyond that thousand people. So and, uh, and that's my solution. Yeah. Those thousand these... people, yeah. 
They've got to bring their family. Yeah. They got to bring their friends. Yeah, and it's and it's tricky because and don't bring that aunt who's like Anna Nancy wanted to see a live. Well, but you know she might like it if you get her if you get her enough white claws, she might be right. You know, (laughs) because so it's a funny thing. You know, you get in the middle age and you get to where you got shit to do, right? You Mm -hmm. know, like my parents didn't go out at all when I was a kid. They were, you know, dad would go to work, mom would, you know, take her, and then it was just like there was no. But as soon as we all left the house, they're suddenly going all of these shows, and like they know, they know know, his his mom and his dad. Like they know, no, I know Dulene and Wayne. Yeah, they know as many people (laughs) in the music local music scene as i do yeah. uh, but that's because they have the time and, yeah. and are able to do it and they're not don't have a bunch of kids at home trying to take care of them and so yeah. and when you look at who's out in the creative scene what are the people that don't have kids the people who you know are tend to be younger yeah um you know they don't have chronic health issues uh and that reduces down the number of people who can active actively go but i do think that as a kind of a treat every now and then it's like people who will go to a a, a show at the bass hall or whatever sure go to you know it's a it's a sometimes thing mm-hmm. yeah if we are able to get those people who do sometimes things to also do sometimes things at local venues instead yeah. of just sometimes at big things like the dickies arena or whatever yeah. george Strait. uh right which mm-hmm. no hate on george Strait. i'm just saying the tickets to go see uh 500 bucks levi are much oh yeah lower. 10 bucks <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know what's um, funny though about that mm. i i wonder if like Okay, so I tried an experiment when he played at, at Twilight in Dallas and the B-52s were playing. Okay. I sent... Or the old 97s. Or old 97s, sorry. It was old 97s. I said old 97s. They both have numbers in them. Sorry, they both have numbers. <laughs> brain, brain no worky. Um, anyway, uh, old 97s were playing at the same time he was doing a show and he was doing a cover of one of their songs. I sent the old 97s a link to a video I had taken of him mm. playing their song. Yeah. And they sent a bunch of their people over. <laughs> yeah. After, nice. after the show, they came I'm out like, to Twilight. Which beautiful. Because people like, were like, you think, uh, you know, so. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but I, th- I, I do think that if you can encourage people who wouldn't ordinarily be there, mm-hmm. some of them will get hooked on it. So Jacob Furr does a thing over at the Cicada where he has this Irish music night, right? Yeah. Where everyone just comes in and plays these Irish tunes. And that brings a different type of crowd than like a rock show will bring. But then they right. get in there and like, oh, this is actually kind of a cool place. Right. Maybe I'll come here another time. Yes. Uh, and I think that's true with, there was a guy I work with who didn't know that McFly's existed, for instance. And I was like, yeah, it's a Back to the Future theme bar. And he was like, really? There's a place like that? It's like, yeah, you need to come check it out. You know, and Huge. I think. And it is, isn't it funny, <laughs> as, as loud as we yell about some of these things, that somebody could go. McFly's really? <laughs> 1980s Back to the Future. Are you it's crazy? Wow. But yeah. I, but I, but that's because we all think that everybody knows this already. Yeah, and they just don't. Yeah, because I, they're living in entire. Because you know, we talk about yeah. like the sports ball people and all that kind of stuff. Like they're living in an entirely different world. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know the people they talk about are not people I even know who they are Exist. sometimes. Yeah. Uh, you know, because you ever go to do the thing where you go through the grocery store checkout and you see like tabloids and they, and all the names on the tabloids are not anyone you recognize, but, but clearly somebody knows who they are. They yeah. wouldn't be on the front page right, of the tabloid. Right. And so there's these whole different universes of, of little what, echo chambers, what people yeah, think yeah. are important. And it's, I feel like it's gotten worse even with music because so, there was an article somebody posted like, I think it might be impossible for somebody to be as big now as Michael Jackson was in 1984, right? Right. Because, That's got to be a fact. Because you had a sort of a singular media, you know, like you had five networks 
and that dude was huge and, in Asia. And, you know, and like All there, the there was one, world. there was one path that that everyone kind of had to go down, and you yeah. either made it or didn't. But now we have such a multiplicity of micro scenes, yeah. and there's people who are faint really famous in for the nerdcore for instance yeah right yeah. so she's a she likes the nerdcore stuff or the metal stuff right there's yeah. people who are extremely famous in the metal world or the nerdcore world that you'll never hear of unless you know about it yeah no yeah. one else like, knows does who anybody they are. does anybody know who mc mc lars is no right no? but that's the thing <laughs> you know? but there are people like so like when mf doom died you know yeah. uh there was a huge portion of my social media people who were just yeah. devastated. I had no idea who that was. Yeah. But it in, took me a within, minute. But within a certain portion of of the world, mm. that's a significant figure. And I'm I'm tagging him in this, by the way. Yeah, MF right. Doom. He, he, Tag said, everybody. I will. FYI. But, but, I, but I do think. <laughs> but yeah, I think Hashtag, I, I yeah. think all Hashtag, often. Yeah. We get in this thing where uh, those of us in the forward, I've already said it, but like, you know, we need to assume that nobody knows who we are. Yeah. Get right? louder. Yeah. yeah. Get a little bit louder. Or, Not obnoxious. Or it's going to take like, those already established, like. And that's what I think. And some of them break through. So you get some of those it. folks, like Marin Morris, you know, yeah. used to play shows with her, but then she kind of broke through that other level. And like if Marin Morris at where she is right now was yeah. like, Hey, y'all should go to McFly's. But Leon, Leon Bridges does that. So yeah. Leon Bridges will be like, you know, I'm, I'm going to, you know, do a show over at Tulips or whatever, you know? And, and, and so you've named two people now that I want on the show. Yeah. Right. Oh, well, Jacob you, Fur and Leon Bridges. Well, if you can do that, that I'm working on it. Kudos to you. Uh, talk, uh, <laughs> talk to Kristen Sobel. Okay. Over them. <laughs> no. And I used to play shows with both of them. You you know? Right. Uh, I know. You know I, Kristen would be a great guest. Bring it. But, awesome. but it's like, sometimes when you break to that next level, sometimes they're kind of like, well, now I'm only dealing with these people. Right. Now. I'm on this and, platform now. Yeah. But yep. props to Leon. Cause I think he is pretty co- I mean, he, he, he reps Fort Worth all the time. Nice. Uh, Love that. you know, he wears, you know, jumpsuits with Fort Worth on him and stuff like well, that. Leon Bridges. Cool. We got an eight one seven shirt that you're going to love. <laughs> Let me know. I'm bringing it to you for free. Yeah. Come and, on and, and, and Marin's been okay about it. She actually did a thing recently where she kind of, quit the country music industry because it's gotten a little too crazy but um i think she may be trying some interesting stuff uh coming up which i would i would welcome that i would like to see what she's gonna do well you know they're all welcome on the show for her sure. voice yeah. suited the country music but i would like to hear her do well and, and it's kind of like it's kind of like the taylor swift thing it's like you know country was the way her way in and then yeah. once you get in then you can kind of do what you want oh there's no lines anymore yeah you can be any genre you know. guys i'm gonna wrap this up yep <laughs> wrap it up with I, I, I feel it doing the yeah. thing we're gonna go four hours mm-hmm. again if we keep it's it up tickling. but it's, it's the friends giving episode no 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 we i love this conversation we could keep it going yeah, but yeah. i've got a pack and i'm thinking in editing mode like no you don't want to edit all you don't want well not not none of this gets edited well, but no, I gotta, I gotta pack them together. Yeah. So I got you and Casey and whoever. Right. You know, I've got some people that are supposed see? to show up, but we'll see. It might just be us so and Casey. You're, you're an old pro at this now. You know. Um, you know well, definitely not a pro. <laughs> I haven't hit. I haven't hit ten thousand hours yet. You have a building that has your logo on the front of it. I through think you're, through uh, the help of some really <laughs> yes. excellent friends. And thank you for them for thank, thank absolutely. Those folks. And and I wanted to make sure and tell you guys like I. There's a lot of people that I reached out to that couldn't be here or yeah. whatever, but you're inside the list of people that I am so thankful for. Oh, well, you and you're well. always there for well, me. We're, you we're and Trista both. You. Thank you so much. And all of those people too. Yeah. And so for my, my friends giving, something I'm thankful I for. And, you too, guys. And I, we Aww. appreciate that. And we appreciate <laughs> everything that you do. And, and I think there's a lot of 
It's a lot of goodwill that you put out in the I'll, community. I'll give you my gallbladder when they take it out. I, I'll put it in the jar and I'll I'm bring gonna, it to I'm going to put this on the record. <laughs> Trista, I don't want your damn gallbladder. <laughs> and, in, and I'm going to, anyone who's on the internet that she's trying to give her gallbladder to, don't take it. It's busted. Don't take it. Don't take it. I'm paying the surgeon to let me keep it. That's a, like, do it's it. a lemon. That's a high mileage gallbladder <laughs> yeah. right there. Don't take it. I don't I don't know if they'll take it out of me, but if they no, do, I'm just it. saying. All right. So, well, I don't want to wait very long, but the next time you're on the show and if you've had the gallbladder out, we need to know all the details. I sure will. All the I'll tell you. It's she's far good, more she, interesting than meeting Harrison she, Ford, Yeah, right? she sent it to Harrison Ford. <laughs> <laughs> Harrison he's, Ford. He's too nice to accept that gift. Oh, I don't know if nice is. He's, he's, he's a probably, nice, probably he's a nice has man. a pretty particular stance on accepting gallbladders yeah. from fans. If he, if he receives an igloo cooler in, did, the, in the mail, he's not open. He, no, it's gonna he be turned you down. He turned you down on a hug. He didn't want a hug. He I doubt like, he wants he was, a gallbladder. He was like looking around, like nope. Handshake's quieter. Handshake's quieter. Okay. Handshake works. All right. Well, thank you guys again. Yep. All your contact information will be in the show notes. Absolutely. Do you want to tell anybody, shout out, like, where to find you? Yeah. Uh, the Matthew Show.com, Art of Trista Studios.com. Art, Art of Trista Studios. Uh, you can find me at Art30TX as well. So Yeah. And you guys already know this, but if you'll tag me or send it yes. to me directly mm-hmm. Trista's really good about this you're getting better at it okay. or it's Trista through you yes we bounce off anytime y'all send stuff yeah. to me and if you don't see me post it immediately just call me text me and be like hey I really need you oh, yeah. oh I missed it okay yeah yeah, yeah I, don't worry about anyway, no I love you guys thank you love so you much and uh, let's do it again and next time no holds bar four hours we're going to talk about <laughs> UFOs <laughs> conspiracies <laughs> the Loch Ness Monster all of it Yay. I love it alright thank you guys and uh, we'll see theme. you soon there we go heat your headphones for everything is cold I should right <laughs> I should, instead of like Have a towel headphone, warmer headphone warmer <laughs> it's like ooh I've got uh, 50% of the Tales from the Fort uh, podcast crew here Jared is it Teal what? What's your last name? <laughs> Johannesson. Johannesson. Teal. <laughs> I was never. I was never going to remember. We've been that. here all day. <laughs> <laughs> Samsonite slappy. Yeah, slimy, slimy, something slappy. like that. No, yeah, the the upper fifty percent. So, dude, thank you for being here. Cheers, oh, yes, sir. With Cheers. Our super black coffee, by the way. This yes, is sir. far too strong. Man, coffee. Probably gonna be too hot for me to drink right now, but it's uh it's scalding hot. You gotta take the little baby sips at first, and then uh, you know after it cools down in this forty degree studio, it'll be palatable. Ooh, yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> By the end of the show, <laughs> it'll be perfect. So, well, brother, thank you for doing this real quick. Absolutely. I know you've got uh, Thanksgiving plans today, and you you made a little bit of time for me, and yes, I sir. really appreciate that. Oh yeah. And you've got uh, this is perfect uh, opportunity to talk about your fiftieth episode. Yes, big, sir. Big uh, mile mark for. For the Tales from the Fort podcast, yeah, it's it, it's going to be next Saturday, December second. It's just going to be we're doing YouTube live. We tested it out last night. It seemed to go pretty good. Um, I need to go back and rewatch the video today and just kind of check and see if there's any weird spots or anything. But I mean, I feel like it went pretty smooth. We had I think two or three viewers or something like that, but yeah. and one of them was us. But <laughs> this will be on but, your YouTube, and is, is your YouTube the same? Uh, Tales from the Fort on yeah, YouTube. Yeah. Okay. So and that's December second. You said. Yes, sir. So we're gonna have uh, Jason back on. Um, Jason. Jason Graham. He was on our episode forty-four, which has been by far our most listened to episode. He was just a very interesting guy to have on the show. I worked with him at QT, and he 
has stories upon stories and just his attitude and uh, approach to life. It's just fun as hell. So, and what is he doing now? Is he still at QT? Um, no, he left. Uh, his wife does some real estate. I think he's into. He does that. Uh, uh, what is it like Toro or whatever, where you rent your own car out? Have you ever heard of that? Mm-mm. So there's an app called Toro. Oh where, yeah, yeah, yeah. So Alex, his brother-in-law, that's all those nice cars and stuff he has over there he buys those cars and then he puts them on toro and then people rent them so he has that i think it's a 63 cadillac fleetwood beautiful that beautiful white car you may have seen over there i and don't think i have dude it's i'll show you pictures after this but Very cool he's got that where people can rent it out for like weddings or you know just anything so i don't know that i've met alex he's uh the the neighbor to the studio right across the yeah street, right? you met him at Pouring glory. Oh, okay. He, came he was the up event. there. Yeah, but that was kind of a casual. Well, that sucks because I was going to do something weird. Like if I ever saw him out in the street, I'd be like, "You are, are you a cop? Yeah, you smell like a cop." <laughs> and he'd be like, "What do I do? I really <laughs> smell like a cop?" Nah, he he already knows who you are. So but <laughs> <laughs> that won't work. He'd be like, "You you can't get me." <laughs> but yeah, um, but yeah, he does that. So it's just kind of he's just got. Like the stories he was telling, I was just—they're pretty raunchy, but man, it was—it was a very good time. So we're planning on doing that live on YouTube next Saturday, probably around seven, seven thirty. I'm gonna try to send some uh, invites or reminders or shit out. Right. Um, well, so. uh, make sure because I'll forget. Yeah. Unfortunately, but just let me know and I'll blow it up on my side too. All right. Sweet. Get some more people out there. So fifty episodes. Now this is not your first pe- podcast. This is your second one, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And the the last one you did thirty seven episodes. I think it was right right around there. Okay. So that's about where we tapered off. So this is a big mile mark. Yeah. It's you know by far the most episodes we've done, and it's actually a kind of a mile marker episode. So. Yeah. And you guys have put together a pretty good little team. You the the Jareds are fun yeah. to listen to, no matter who your guest is. Oh yeah, I, I love getting referred to as you know the podcast that people come to if they want to have fun or whatever. It's yeah. like it's not a super, and it's so hard whenever people talk to me and ask like, well, which which, which podcast about? And I'm like, it's not really just, about. Just it. check it out. Just yeah, I'm just like here, just listen to it. But um, well, when we were talking about Seinfeld right before we yeah. went on the on the recording, exactly. What's Seinfeld about? Well, yeah, it's just one of those shows like you just can't really describe it. It's just <laughs> each episode. The thing I love about Seinfeld is just each episode you can tune in and you know it's a different set of events. You don't really have like yeah. Well, who's this guy or what you know this? Follow so there's not right? a lot of like continuity throughout the episodes. I mean, there is to a point, but. I was just like, man, and I kind of feel like that's sort of the way with our show is just you can listen to any episode, you know, and just kind of pick it up. It's not like a continuation of a series or yeah, something. So. 100%. I think I've guested on your show two or three times. Yeah, you've been on there three times, then you guest hosted once, which that episode was lost. So, <laughs> <laughs> so. Probably, probably convenient. I think we sat yeah. there for four hours and just it was, told yeah. fart jokes the whole it time. Was, I know it was like over three hours, <laughs> it and crazy. it was such a good episode. I was so proud of it, and then I got up the next day, and then I listened back and realized that the webcam microphone recorded instead of my board the whole episode so <laughs> instead of these nice expensive microphones and board i've used it used a little on 30 board, 30 yeah. microphone on my webcam so i was like <laughs> cool so that's never happened before yeah so. well you'll run into that especially like i uh, this mobile setup i take it places and it's happened an uncomfortable number of times where I've lost power. Oh, and really? the roadcaster has no onboard memory. Yeah, that's the bad part. So if you don't hit the 
if you don't turn off the recording, if you don't end the recording, it will not store it, which I think is insane. That's good to know. Cause, I mean, I I leave mine stationary, but I have recently started recording straight to my board because of that instance. And I was just like, I'm at least going to have a backup copy. And then the computer kept doing weird stuff. So I was like, all right, I'm just going to record to the board because that audio copy is fine and just transfer it over, upload it, and then be done. So You're kind of a techie guy, aren't you? Yeah, to the point. Don't they make like a, a battery backup for lab, uh, like, PCs where if the power goes out, it'll continue yeah. powering the devices for a little bit. Yeah, they have uh, like the powered surge protectors and stuff that basically has a battery in there, and that's kind of what it's meant for. Do you so. think that would work with something like this? It most likely would. Um, I haven't honestly looked into them. I'd have to since, field test it. Yeah, because yeah, I remember looking into them back when I was like in high school and stuff. So that was yeah. a million years ago now, but. Yeah, that that's kind of one of the, what their thing is to where they if the power goes out, it stays it has like a battery charge to where you can save all, all your computer and stuff. It doesn't just cut off. So right. that well, may actually work. Let me ask you about your podcast since this is uh, fifty coming up. Um, what, what have you kind of have you noticed anything change drastically about either your process or um, have you had any kind of uh, epiphanies about the the podcasting process over the last few years as as you've been uh, podcasting? Um, I've just like the other day I listened to our very first episode, not our pilot, but like the episode one with Chad on there and just hearing how smooth we have, you know, the kind of routine down now, it's a lot more comfortable. It's a lot more natural conversation of like, uh, what do we say now? No. Right. Cause I was kind of used to it. And then Jared, it was his first time doing podcasting. So it's kind of like getting him on board of just how natural it needs to sound and stuff. So we've definitely kind of come a long way with that. Um, we've got like more segments on the show. I've got better intros and stuff to where it's a set thing for each thing. It's not like testing, let's try this intro this week. Or yeah. So I've gotten that down. The guest selection is kind of, now that we've got a little bit of a following, we kind of have, we've had uh, over the summer, we had a few guests actually reaching out to us, come on. And I was yeah, like, that's a good feeling. That yeah. was the coolest feeling because uh, yeah. Roan uh, reached out for Ernie um, cause he wanted him to come on to promote Ernie day. Yeah. So I was like, yeah, man. I was like, yeah, all right. I'll see if we have time in our schedule. I was like, yeah, we do. <laughs> <laughs> so I did that and then got J boy on and then, um, Gabby Minton was on yeah. and then uh J O E came on and those were all kind of ones that we kind of got from that. And I was like, dude, that's awesome. So nice. that was definitely a cool feeling. And then me getting my confidence level up to actually branch out to where I'm not just asking my friends to come on the show. Yeah. <laughs> because for a while, that was all it was at the beginning is like other podcasters that I already knew or, you know, childhood friends or my cousin was on and stuff. And then now I'm actually like, feel like we have a little bit of, you know, tread under our tires to where we kind of like a legit podcast now to where yeah. I can be like, Hey, it's Jared from Tales from the Fort. Would yeah. you like to come on our show? Nice. <laughs> and then they're just like, oh, yeah, yeah, anytime. And majority of people usually are. I mean, yeah. but a lot of times I'll send like kind of fillers out too where I'll just message someone. It's like, hey, I'm not going to schedule yet, but would you be interested in the future? So that way I can kind of have a list ongoing to where it gets to a point like, okay, I need guests here. So let's see. Okay, I, they said they would come on. So yeah, just kind of getting that confidence up so got to cut your teeth somewhere but what i i noticed right off the bat was the music community um was more than willing to come and tell their story so our first 10 episodes uh was, was very music heavy yeah um but yeah most people that are working on a project really want to tell other people about their projects so. oh yeah 
And I feel like the local music scene and podcast local podcasters go kind of hand in hand because we promote them, we show up to their events, and you know we mm-hmm. become fans and stuff. So I see a lot of that intertwining, especially in Fort Worth. Yeah. I mean, and it's I'm, great content too. Yeah, I mean, I love when I have time going out to these live shows and taking some video and showing that off, and then mm-hmm. especially if like they're going to be on the show the next week or if they were just on the show yeah to help promote that episode oh yeah and uh you know as you make these friends you want to continue to support them and i'm sure you do oh yeah um, for sure and and they appreciate that it's it's so hard for these musicians just as it is for these podcasters yeah. to get the the message out exactly because same thing there's so many out there that market's so saturated to where mm-hmm. you're just like <laughs> what are you going to be different you know why why should i listen to your music over this person so yeah but I mean, it's it's still meeting a lot of cool people out there too. Because even that night at Ernie Day, I met you know a couple other people. I got introduced to Dank, so he ended up coming on the show. And then it's just I love going to those events and stuff because that's when I get to network and I'm like, all right, here's my chance to really get into some of these people that I'm not you know don't have their Instagram or whatever readily readily available. I'm like, all right, let me get in their face and be like, hey, you want to come on? <laughs> So. Some advice for our listeners and, and for you if you haven't done this yet. Uh, first Tuesday of the month here at Fort Worth, uh, I think it's Tom Martin. I always mess up his name, but they do something every two, uh, first Tuesday of the month mm-hmm. here in Fort Worth. And you can you can find them on uh, Instagram as here Fort Worth, and they do a mixer every month. Oh, nice. And it is such a great way to meet um, all the same musicians you've seen a million times yeah. and a bunch of new people you've never heard of. Cool. So, and, and then inside that group of people, you've got, you know, small business owners and podcasters and all sorts of interesting people. Oh so yeah. It's always a, a good way to make some connections. Yeah. Cause that even at work, cause I, my dad owns the antique mall over on camp Bowie, uh, ties to the past. Shout out. And, uh, <laughs> so, um, but I usually carry like some of my stickers for the show on oh, there yeah. because, Every once in a while, I just get to talking to a customer and then kind of start telling them stuff, and we just get chit-chatting because my booth up there is a very unique one in there. It's almost like a Spencer's and an antique store had a baby. (laughs) (laughs) So, But um, those type of people I was talking to, like just, uh, what was it, Friday, I think, this couple was in there, and I was telling them about the disc golf stuff I do and then also the podcast and everything. So I gave them a sticker, and they said that they would check it out. I was like, hell yeah. So. Just kind of being able to promote yourself in there because that's the lifesavers of stickers. Yeah, just keep those in your pocket all the time. My, keep it on me. My last round of stickers, and maybe you could give me some input on this. I haven't really polled the audience yet, but this last batch of stickers <laughs> has the, the logo on it and then a QR code to our Instagram. Oh, yeah. And, you know, when I started passing those out, I was expecting to see, like, a, a little bit of a rise in the numbers on Instagram. Yeah. Nothing. Really? <laughs> so see, do you think it's a good idea? It doesn't I mean, seem to be very effective. If it doesn't cost anything else... Oh, they're expensive. Oh, is it more expensive Because it's that? a larger sticker. It's, oh, okay. it's almost a bumper sticker. I mean, for me, I feel like... I've never done the QR code on my stuff or anything, but, I mean, I feel like... I don't know if it would really boost it to where it's worth it. I mean, yeah. try it out once. If, it didn't, if you didn't see big numbers, you know, ditch it and move on to something else. But I don't else, do so. business cards. So yeah, because that's, that's kind of... That's like old school. That's like 90s stuff. <laughs> Well, and when I first started, I did do business cards. Oh, really? I still have some Fort Worth Roots business cards, but I never gave them out because I nobody was. Same. <laughs> I, I had made some for uh, Tuesday Dudes Day because I was like, I'll be, I can list on the back all the platforms we're on. And then I never gave them out. And then they just sat in the box and I ended up throwing them away. I was yeah. like, that was pointless. So well, I stickers is kind of where it's at. 
I yeah. feel. But I mean, I would literally, I would try to give somebody one of my business cards. They'd be like, ah, that's all right. Like, I don't need another <laughs> like piece a of trash. Copy or, yeah. yeah. I'll just take a picture of it. Like, what was that thing thanks. that was real popular there for a whole hot second? Like, uh, you could, maybe you can still do this. I don't know. I'm going to sound really old here, but you could take your phone and turn on a thing and then just automatically share it to someone's phone. Yeah. They, so that's in the, there's a big thing about it right now. Uh, the, I, the iOS 17, uh, update, there's a feature on that now where you can, if you have it turned on, if you're just in proximity, you can send something to someone else's phone. Mm-hmm. And a lot of like, there's a security thing going on and stuff. So I've seen it's, a bunch it, of posts yeah. of that, but there's that. And I thought there was like a business card where you can just tap it to the phone and it would upload their information. I haven't seen I a feel lot like of those there was floating, something like yeah, that. But. There was, and I almost bought one, but it was like, you got to buy the thing. And then there's a subscription fee. Yeah. And- it just, it's probably one of those things that seemed like a cool idea. And then everyone was just like, why would I pay when I can just do this or I can just yeah. put my name in their phone? So what I'd like to do someday and I'm, it's so prohibitively expensive, but do a, a business card, like a, a punched out of steel. Like, oh yeah. Or maybe just aluminum or something, but yeah. just Tin metal, metal, you yeah. know, <laughs> just metal. And maybe you punch your logo into it so you could see through it. Right. Oh yeah. But I don't know. I've always wanted to do that, but I never, <laughs> I know that was me. Whenever I first started a podcast is I would get on Zazzle and create my merchandise and I wouldn't create a ton, but I create like one or two things. Like what would this look like on there? And so I had a bunch of koozies that had like Tuesday dudes day and stuff. And I would do all that. And I would just go nuts creating all this stuff. And it's like, when am I going to use something like this? <laughs> I have a tote bag with Tuesday dudes day logo. I was like, well, if I ever carry my board, I'm like, I have my studio at home. Why do I need that? So well, I've done I've done some uh, some field work in this department, and I'll tell you out of all the goofy shit that I've bought to promote the podcast at events. Yeah, and I mean I've bought everything. Oh, everything. Yeah, and the 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 one thing that really just knocked it out of the freaking park were those stupid air fresheners. Really, <laughs> we got car air fresheners. Did I ever give you one of those? I don't think so. No, I've only got like one or two left, and they're both spoken for. Shout out to Lance from Emo Otaku. Did I say <laughs> yeah. it right? Emo Otaku. Yeah, yeah. and ball bag. <laughs> <laughs> he's uh he's spoken for one of those. So, um, I think I, I, s- I need to order a new batch, but those are expensive. Yeah, I think I saw those on Zazzle, and I never. Or, no, I did get one for Tuesday Dudes Day, but I don't remember if I ever used it, actually. Yeah. So, I mean, that would be interesting. But that's the thing is, like, finding an item that you can get enough of to where you don't, you know, you have plenty to pass out, but also keeping the cost down low. Stickers. Yeah, stickers Stickers is my... Because the latest ones, which I got to give you, I got my... Our ones with our little faces on it and stuff... Yeah, I those think ones, I've got a couple of these. Yeah, I couldn't remember if I gave them to you. I just yeah. found a bunch more. I was like, I need to start carrying these <laughs> on me. But um, those I got, it was on some Instagram ad. It was like 50 stickers for 29 bucks or 19 bucks or something. Yeah. And I did that, and I was like, these are perfect. So Yeah, that's all you need. Oh, yeah. So that's the fun <sighs> part of it. So this is an abbreviated episode. We had some homies come in and uh, sit in for some short recordings so that we could do the Friendsgiving 2023 episode. One of the questions we asked, and this will be perfect for you because you work uh, full-time out there at the Antique Mall. Yeah. And uh, so so you get to see commerce live in action. It's moving around you at all the, all times. So um, what, what have you noticed kind of economically over the last year? Have you noticed uh, business being pretty steady uh, on the up or the down? We've been pretty good. I have noticed like in – especially this year like during certain periods you won't have as much sales especially like whenever it was back to school you saw a dip in sales like you saw a, 
I saw a more notice, noticeable dip in sales at the antique mall whenever it was like, you know, peak periods of Halloween or this or that. Mm-hmm. Whenever people have to spend money on other stuff, it was almost like they don't have that extra extra cash this year. Right. So, yeah. but with st- sales are starting to shoot back up right now. So, especially for Christmas. So, right. that's it's definitely good for a lot of the dealers and stuff. We've been, uh, Wednesday, we closed at three and we had one of our best Wednesdays in a long time. And then nice. Friday, we had a really good day. We beat last year's Friday sales. And then yesterday, we did a, we had one of our busiest Saturdays in a very, very long time. So. I would think that people on a budget would be looking for more frugal ways to spend their money. And an yeah. antique mall sounds like it might be a great oh, place yeah. to pick up really cool gifts yeah, uh, at, a, at a cheaper price. Yeah, because there's a lot of stuff, like especially with our mall, where we've won, um, Four years in a row, the best antique mall in Fort Worth. From, nice. Yeah, 2020, 21, 22, 23. Is this the weekly or? Uh, I believe so, yeah. And we've got those awards. We've got the neighborhood. We've got like multiple awards and stuff. And I am a big fan of shopping my competition, like with podcasts, not even just considering y'all competition, but just kind of seeing what y'all do, how your process sure. goes. I love just going to, you know, Funky Panther Studio and just sitting in and watching them and kind of seeing all this stuff and same thing with antique malls. I love on my days off going and checking out other antique malls because if I see something that someone's doing that makes sense to me, I mean, I want to integrate that into our mall so we can be the best possible. Yeah. And that's the way I am with all my projects and stuff. So I do that a lot, but just kind of checking around the area, I feel like our prices are kind of, you know, pretty good actually. There's not, there's a few dealers in there that kind of have some high price merchandise and stuff, but a lot of them are running sales right now too. So, yeah. and just going to other malls, I don't see as much, I'll go to one mall and then I'll go back a few months later. It's like the same stuff. Yeah. We have a pretty steady and, you know, in and out, like kind of the door. Cause we sell stuff so good that we, you know, have those better prices and stuff. So I definitely feel like it's, probably going to be a little bit more business going into christmas just with people shopping more you know out of the box and stuff plus if you go to an antique mall we aren't going to be crazy busy with all these people fighting over stuff like you know walmart and everything so well that's good to hear man that's the first positive report i've gotten out of out of anybody since (laughs) we started doing the friendsgiving thing so that's really good to hear I, i did see some videos of the black friday sales like and I'm, I'm sure this is isolated. Other stores, it probably wasn't this, the same uh, all, all, all across the board. But they're showing this one video. I, I want to say it was a Walmart or a Best Buy or something like that. Mm-hmm. And uh, they're at the doors, like, getting ready like to open the doors, to let all the people in. They open the doors, and uh, one guy just kind of, like, casually shuffles into the door. <laughs> I know. I saw it was two or three different people on TikTok that worked at Walmart saying it, you know, it's 6.30, and they're showing their aisles, it's empty. Yeah. And then people on uh, TikTok going to Target and looking at the signs, it's Black Friday deals, and then they pull the original sign behind it, I it's the same that. exact price. I saw that. And it was yeah. multiple things or stuff that it's, oh, it's 50% off, but then they have a new price tag on it to where if you look at it, they they jump the price up from 5 bucks to nine ninety nine. so you're really still paying that. So. A lot of people, I don't feel like, are falling for the sales this year. Yeah. So, which I'm happy for. I'm just like, maybe these people will quit screwing with it because a lot of people will look at those trackers and stuff, and they'll be like, "Oh, this TV is this much this time." But then if you look back on this tracker, it was cheaper than that in August and stuff. So they purposely raise the price and then they drop it drastically to where it's right about that normal price. So seems like that ought to be illegal. Yeah. (laughs) It's that, or I've also heard some of these TVs they 
if take, you take look, the old guts, yeah, they yeah. take the old guts and create a new TV just for Black Friday. That's going to suck because it's all crappy parts and stuff, and yeah. give it to you at a good deal because they said research that model number because if it's not an existing model number, don't buy it. Right. Which I was like, okay, that's interesting because I never good even advice. thought of that. So, yeah. well, I never got down with the Black Friday stuff. I Me just never neither. did. I walked into a, a, I think it was a. Walmart and they were doing the, the grand opening thing and I yeah. I had just completely forgotten that it was Black <laughs> You're Friday. You're just randomly there. And I walk up to the door and the door opens and there's like three employees right at the front door like kind of dressed business like. Yeah. Like not the typical Walmart greeter, right? And yeah. they, they've got the Undercover the rows corded, corded off, you know, so that you have to like travel through the store in a certain direction oh, yeah. and all that. And I'm like, "What is going on?" The guys like, "We're not open yet." And I go, "What?" walmart and this is back when it was 24 hours yeah, yeah. So i didn't understand what was yeah. going on and he's like black friday i'm like black friday oh like just complete <laughs> and he's like you'll have to wait five minutes or something like that and i'm like that's okay i'll get whatever the hell i needed tomorrow yeah or exactly something. like i'm not <laughs> it's not life or death i'm not doing this <laughs> i'm not bleeding out of my head where i need bandages <laughs> so that's my one and only black friday story but i i just don't care to I've gone through that. I mean, certain places are kind of crazy. I went to Lowe's one time, got there like five minutes after opening. I walked right in, got it, didn't have to wait in line, checked right Mm -hmm. out. I mean, those places aren't nuts. Home Depot is a little more crazy. Best Buy is usually pretty crazy, but it's just, I'm so over those people now. Like, if I'm at work, I have to be there, and yeah, I'd I'd do it, but like, now I'm like, on my off time, I don't want to be around that chaos, especially in the holiday season, so. Absolutely not rather go home and chill the other question that we had for our uh friendsgiving people was uh what are you what are you thankful for this year do you have anything that stands out to you whenever i ask that question i'm just i'm thankful a lot for just my community that's around me like personal community i guess like friends uh family you know people i've met over this year and stuff it's just really cool kind of because whenever I moved away to San Antonio for a while and I just felt like really alone down there because I just didn't know anyone. Sure. And that's when I got into podcasting. Mm-hmm. And But it was doing it remote with someone up here. So when I came back up here, I was like, that's the first thing when I started this podcast. I was like, I want something where we have guests, where I can have people over. I want yeah. them to record in person. So that was a big thing for me doing the show because I really wanted to have that one day a week where it's just kind of like guys night where – we, it's almost like we hang out and drink and just chit-chat, but we record it and put it out for y'all to listen to as well. Yeah. So I'm just really thankful for all the people I've met doing that and then just my existing friends and stuff and just them kind of keeping up with me and everything. Because and, there's been you know hard times and stuff throughout the year, and it's just going to suck no matter what for anyone. So just having those people there for you and just yeah, glad to have those people around. Amen, brother. And yes, I, I, I piggyback off that. Um I, the podcast thing has been such a good thing for me mentally. Oh yeah. Uh, and, and to kind of aid and, and getting me out of my introverted nature. Mm-hmm. I, I really, I'm not somebody that typically would go out and do things and <laughs> I, I never, I never went and saw live music. Um, so the things that I do now in support of the podcast, which by the way, I do just for fun now. Yeah. Um, but those things were not part of my life before. Oh yeah. And I've met so many amazing people doing the podcast thing. It's just, it's been great. And whenever I kicked off the show back in 2020, I was going through some shit, Yeah, (laughs) which I've (laughs) alluded to in this show. And I think I've probably told you offline some more of that story, but, um, 
yeah, it's just, it's been so great. And I was down mm-hmm. in Austin for a while, uh, kind of after doing the show for a few months. And then I ended up moving down to Austin and it was extremely, uh, you know, I was very secluded. I didn't know yeah. anybody down there. It sucks. <laughs> and uh, people from Fort Worth or West Texas don't really jive very well with Austin nah. folks. Like, I, <laughs> it was hard to make friends down there. Um, but I did make some really incredible friends down there. Yeah. Shout out to my Austin people. Um, but I understand, yeah, being fish out of water in a, yeah. a town where you don't know anybody and it, and it can suck. But the podcasting thing did help. Oh, yeah. Because that was, and because I moved down there in 2020 and then COVID hit and everything so it was like yeah your chance to go meet people yeah that's not gonna happen you gotta stay away from them. i'm like okay cool thanks so yeah and i might have an unfair uh view of austin because that's yeah my, yeah. my experience of austin was 2020 austin <laughs> yeah same so we're kind of in the same boat where you got great food and you can get alcohol you know at a drive-thru and stuff but you didn't meet anyone and yeah. then the dating scene down there just wasn't my style and stuff Dude, i was like man i've got stories about dating in austin I've got them about San Antonio too. <laughs> I've got quite a few, and I've told them throughout many podcasts. So. Yeah, yeah. I, d- I don't want to dive into that this no. episode. Yeah, but. we would have to do a whole separate episode on. <laughs> well, Jared, I'm extremely thankful for you. Yes, sir. Uh, you're you're one of the when I think of bright, fun loving, awesome people, I think of the Jareds. You guys are uh, definitely one of the people that I note whenever I talk about awesome people i've met due to the oh, podcasting yes. situation and uh you've been very supportive of the show oh 100 you're always coming I'm still out to wearing our your events. wristband oh i see that thank you which <laughs> and, i am not actually uh, <laughs> the stickers you are still sitting on my table where you left them nice, <laughs> whenever nice. you were there that last time you so. got your award proudly displayed it's uh on the shelf with the power ranger helmets. nice nice, so nice. The important stuff i was watching uh rap podcast like a clip from them the other day yeah and i'm sitting next to megan and i went hey look at this because <laughs> on on the video they had that award that yeah. they got at our event was sitting there on their table. I'm like, that is so cool. I thought about that. putting it on the table, but I just, I no, don't know. It, 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 I don't think it would make sense on your table. Yeah, because we just, it's just you all guys, black and yeah, stuff. Yeah, your table and, is like chest level. Yeah. So, so. like Osos Golosos, they, they've they got one of our awards on their table and then RAP, but their table sits way yeah, they low. Yeah, little coffee so table kind of thing. More so. sense. Yeah. Maybe but, one day. Yeah. <laughs> I'll afford a coffee table. <laughs> We're going to have to step up those awards. I was thinking about doing the, uh, please nobody steal this idea. I, I know we got some people out there. <laughs> copyright, copyright. Steal <laughs> ideas from our show. Um, but the the big like WWE mm. uh, belt. Championship, championship belts. Championship belts. Oh, that'd be beautiful. Dude, I eyeballed those. I almost pulled the trigger on it. And then I was like, man, I don't know. Because I was getting weird feedback from the podcasters. Like, yeah. I didn't know if anybody was actually I would have loved. Yeah. Because that was, it sucked just that weekend suck for me because i had to bring my dog because my power issue and stuff yeah that was a rough it it was like still 100 degrees on the first day of fall so i had to stay inside most of the time just because there wasn't a lot of shade out there for him and to the people that came out to that event and braved the triple digit temperatures just (laughs) to support us thank you so much it was awful and we actually the year before we did it september 13th yeah and that day it was 88 degrees and i was like man still just a little bit too warm so the following year this year yeah, we did it a week later, so it was September twenty third, <laughs> <up being> <laughs> and it was a hundred degrees. There was no way to anticipate.
anticipate that. But next year, we're going to have a contingency day worked into it. <laughs> well, we'll probably still do it. Yeah, we'll definitely still have it scheduled for September. Yeah, yeah. But I swear to God, if it's raining, if it's triple digits, yeah. if it's you know freezing temp, whatever the condition is, if it's not great. Yeah. And we look at the contingency day that we'll already have worked into the plan. If it if, looks better. If it looks better, we're going with that. And I'll tell all the vendors, I'll tell all of our guests, it'll be on all the flyers. Yeah. Because we're not doing that again. Yep. That was oh, miserable. Because yeah. it was like, I went out there, we made a round, then we went inside and I had to sit down because yeah. especially with Murray, like I didn't want to burn his paws or anything. No. And then... We just sat inside and drank and ate and stuff, yeah. and then Sam came in there, and Alex showed up, and then you came in for a little while, and it was still a blast, like, seeing all the people, mm-hmm, but, mm-hmm. yeah, it was just a little too hot to stay outside. So. Yeah, I agree. So, we'll we'll have a contingency worked in there, but yeah. bottom line, thank you so much for oh, your absolutely. continued support, and I appreciate your friendship, and uh, anything we can do to ever help you guys, if you've got a post like something coming out and you want help promoting it, tag me and that way I'd, I'm not going to miss it. Yeah. And I'll I'll put it up on our social media for sure. Okay, perfect. Yeah, yeah. Me definitely. Mess with this audio here. There we go. Oh, that's, is that the right one? That's the right one. All right. Folks, we're out of here. Jared, thank you so much. Yes, sir. And you're off to get some uh, Thanksgiving goodies from yes, Mom. Sir. Y'all, are, y'all are having lunch here today. Got a little Sunday Thanksgiving. Right, so we'll so. get you out of here. And uh, can we get you and the other Jared on the show, like do a legit episode real soon? Yeah, we can do – I'll have to get with him to see because, uh, honestly, we haven't booked our 16th, but that's your party here. So I need to get him – uh, tell him that that's what we're going to do instead of doing a show. But yeah, I'll get with him soon and we'll, yep. we'll definitely get a show going. Cool. So. December 16th at the Fort Worth Roots studio. If you guys need directions, DM me, email me at media at fortworthroots.com. Just get a hold of me. December 16th at noon going down. First time we're going to have the studio open to the public. Got some finger foods, live music with Richard Keller, and uh, just passing out free hugs and hanging out. <laughs> All right, but thank you again and we'll see you soon. Awesome. I am here now with the wildly talented Jeff Zero. Hello. Are we running? We are. Oh, cool. And I'm here with the wildly handsome Andrew Turner. You're the second person to drop that during Friendsgiving. I guess it's the uh, the, the unkept, totally overgrown hair. Maybe that's what's doing it. That and the pheromones. The pheromones? The pheromones. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's just from rubbing up close to my lady. So it's really her pheromones that make you the handsome devil that you are. That's got to be it. That's the only thing that makes sense. That's the only thing that makes sense. (laughs) Well, uh, I'm glad we had this chance to chat. This has been great. We'll do it again. All right. We'll see you soon, guys and gals. Thank you all for being here. We'll see you next week. Of course not. Of course not. Thanks for doing this, man. Yeah, thanks for having me. <laughs> he was just showing me an animation he did. It was the cringiest shit I've ever seen. Uh, but you're uh, getting ready to incorporate some of your new talents into other projects, and you're just always doing something, Jeff. Well, yeah, well, I mean, I'm only going to be here a very limited amount of time. Same. Right? So, like, how many things can I do? I want to do all of the things. I know I'm not going to get to do them all, but just, like... I want to do the cool things while I'm here. Now, I don't, maybe I misinterpreted this, but you sound a lot like me. Like, I have no interest in being perfect at any one thing. I just want to kind of suck mildly at everything. Uh, Sort of. (laughs) Sort of. I don't want to. I I never really got anything right, but I tried it all. Well, you know, (laughs) that's the thing, though. Perfection is, is a lie. Sure. 
you know, per, if the universe itself were perfect, at the moment of the Big Bang, if the universe were perfect, every particle would be evenly distributed. None of it would have pooled up into clouds of dust or gas and formed stars. So if the universe itself is not perfect... Who are we? Who are we? To, to strive for to that To strive for... You know, don't let, don't let perfect be keep you from do, being very good at something, or even kind of good at something. Yeah. Do it. And if... if you we you already know you'll never be perfect, so hooray! That pressure is gone. It's just of now. Now get after it. Now get after it. How good can you be at it? Well, and I I, I think a lot of people struggle with uh, you know the the whole failure to launch thing because they're well, it's not ready yet. You know, it's not it's not the way I envisioned it. It's not perfect, and so they never get their feet off the ground. They never get the projects. Yeah, and I I'd, I'd rather have I'd rather when I comes my time to pass over the chilly water, <laughs> I'd, I'd rather have somebody go. I don't know what that guy did in this period over here when he was doing, I don't know what that was about, but he sure did a lot of shit, you know? Where can people find your most uh, recent music video? Because that, that is a, dude, if I was going to, if, if somebody walked up to me and said, could you please describe to me Jeff Zero? I would just show him that music video. So, so a- you. Actually, actually, this is, hello, listeners of the Fort Worth Roots podcast. Currently, the video which uh, of which Andrew speaks is really, really cool. It's but awesome. it's But it's on lockdown because I, I want to, oh, but no. I want to find the, like the email address of like the Fort Worth Weekly to see if they want to premiere it. Like, like who do I contact? Who wants to premiere the video. So the video I saw, people can't see yet. No. Oh, I no. didn't know that. I'm I, so sorry. No, but maybe this is a time. Maybe you can call your local radio station and talk to the DJ himself. Premiere it here on Fort Worth Roots. Dude, yeah. There you go. We could do that. Uh, but it's, <laughs> yeah, uh, actually it's a, it's a Denver Williams and I did it through his video. Yeah. Kind of. Uh, thing and we it's 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 partly stop motion animated and it's all shot in Fort Worth. It's and amazing it, and it and it features Poncho the Love Caterpillar. And, well, it, and, it, it and hurts Godzilla. my soul that I can't point people <laughs> to watch it right now. But as soon as that thing is out, you let me know and I'll be sharing it with the Fort Worth Roots podcast listeners. Maybe I'll send. <laughs> you know what? I'll tell you what. I will send you a link. Okay, and you can put it. In, here, in this video, in this video. Well, you got to do it quick because I'm I'm putting it out tonight. I'll send you the I'll send you the link. I'll send you the link as soon as we take the headphones off. Okay, it's downloadable. It yeah, it's 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 a it's it's not public. You, like you can't go to the Jeff Zero Music channel and see it. It's there. You got to have the link. But it's really I'll okay. send it to you as long as I can download it, folks. It's uh it's going to be playing right now. Everybody understands it's just the way it goes when it comes down. 
In the video they just get to see well it. And, I, and i can i can give you the video <laughs> file too and and for those listening they just got to hear the song but if they went to the youtube they got to see the video yes if you send it to me i will <laughs> wow that was really amazing that was movie magic how did you do that how Andrew? did you do that jeff i don't know man well i enjoyed it intensely and uh yeah it was just i mean start to finish i'm like yeah, jeff this is so jeff i love it <laughs> So, but yeah, yeah, man, you, you're always doing something. You're always creating. You're a very busy man. I am. I am. I am. But I, I but I, I feel like, I, seriously, I really do. I feel like I have a limited amount of time. I know. Right? I, and it's uh, the plight of anybody trying to create something. You just never have enough time. Well, you have enough time if you, my other thing that I have learned is just do the things that bring you joy that you want to do, like, and be around the people that can help you do those things. Yeah, and but then, then I would get fired from my regular job because I wouldn't be there. <laughs> <laughs> if my boss is listening, I'm I your, love my job. In your in your creative space, mm-hmm. like the time that you have left in your creative space, like don't, just do it. Just do it and find some people that want to support you and if you can't find anybody to support you, then do it anyway. And if yeah. it's, if it is not great, do it more. Mm-hmm. You know, my first time I tried to walk, I fell over. I'm, I'm sure a lot, a lot of you did, right? But the more I do it, I hardly ever fall <laughs> anymore. <laughs> nice. Love that. Well, we're doing the Friendsgiving episode 2023, and we've had some excellent guests on. And, and thank you so much for being here because uh, you and uh, several other people that couldn't be here, and then even more people that I, I didn't bother contacting because we, we had such a full lineup. Um, there's a lot of people I wanted here today, but I'm really glad that you made it out, and I appreciate you giving me some time. So thank you. Well, I always love talking to you. Anyway, like <laughs> it, uh, just talking to you in general. And if if I can strap these headphones on and think, oh my God, maybe Andrew actually wore these recently. You know, it, it you know it just uh, puts me in a puts me in a place for the rest of the week. You good, know, good, good. And you're 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 one of the people I always look for whenever I go to uh, live events or any of any event around town because you you do you make a point to go out and uh, show your support and be a part of the Fort Worth community. And so there's a there's a list of people I look for when I walk mm-hmm. in the door, and uh, 
nine times out of ten, you're there. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's always good to bump into you, man. Like, like a. At the at the Fantamello show, I didn't know that you mm-hmm. were going to be there. With their first the first time with the new lineup, and like I plopped down and like I turned to my left and I happened. But you're like a row over and a seat back. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and and there's a lot of that, and I, I've told people uh, I've been kind of uh, repeating the statement for a few months now. But like, w- there's a group of people that go out to these shows, and whenever we go to a live event, we know just about everybody in the room, and it's not because I'm somebody i'm not it's because it's the same people all the time and we got to start telling those people you need to bring friends to these events you need to drag your mom out drag your neighbor grab the mailman whatever bring them to these shows (laughs) i'm not sure grabbing the mailman and bringing him into a show what's he gonna do he's a mailman there are some jurisdictions (laughs) that frown upon just grabbing somebody (laughs) get in the van get in the van pull the candy in the back it's but it's it's not so much the kidnapping and taking to the show. I think it's the you're interfering with the delivery of mail. Right, but that would be unfortunate we, if somebody didn't get that overdue second notice bill yeah. from whatever. So I'm saying, company. if you got to grab somebody to bring to a show, not the mailman until he's done. You know, there are some worse options though, which we don't need to cover. But no, yeah, okay, <laughs> no, because this is this is this is. <laughs> This is a family, yeah. this is a family show. <laughs> so tell me about your Thanksgiving, man. Did you get uh, lots of leftovers in the fridge? Uh, actually, actually, this year I didn't do anything. Okay, uh, I decided to uh, stay home by myself and um, the dog Shimmer. Yeah. Shimmer, and I went to the dog park. But Shimmer I, I, is that the name of the dog? Yeah, yeah, she's. I haven't met her. She's a hot mess. She almost came today, but she didn't come. <laughs> um, Dogs are welcome here, by the way. Oh, that's that's cool. Uh, but we, j- I just really decided to use this Thanksgiving to really sit down and contemplate the things that I'm thankful for instead of just running to somebody's house and eating some turkey and drinking some beer and watching Excellent. football. Love that. So it was kind of an introspective Thanksgiving. Did you walk away uh, with with this introspective behavior? Did you... Hone in on some things that you're extremely thankful for. Yeah, I'm. Um, I'm. I'm thankful that I live in a world that lets me make and record music for other people to hear. You know, there. You know, Beethoven didn't have that luxury. You know, and he was a pretty good musician. You know, so I'm, I'm thankful I live in a. At a time where I'm not just screaming into the, I am screaming into the void like everybody else. But you have a chance to actually put the record on the turntable to hear it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm thankful for that. I'm thankful for, um, again through music, I've made some really truly good, good, good friends. You know, and a, and a good support system. I'm, I'm thankful that, you know, I have uh, the good fortune to have a job that that allows me to fund my endeavors when I don't have to struggle like some people do. You know, I, I look at some very local, very talented local musicians who are working two or three jobs to try to pay for that recording time right. and, and, and you know, taking gigs all over. Um, so I'm thankful that I don't have to do I'm, I'm thankful for um, what I call my extended family. You know, it's the people who are in my life because I want them there and they're in my life because they want to be, not because they have to be or they're, genetically required to be you know? <laughs> so a lot of things to be thankful for love you know? that 
Love that. We talked uh, at great length about this before the show, but one of the other questions that I've been asking everybody during the Thanksgiving, or excuse me, Friendsgiving episode is uh, changes that we've seen around the city in the, the last year. And I, I want to encourage you to try to reach for some positivity because a lot of people have been talking about, uh, you know, the, the downside of the economic uh, uh, kind of situation here in our, our community. And it's it's global, but anyway... That's been talked about a lot, but have you noticed anything uh, kind of in the Fort Worth area that's changed over the last year? You know, I, just to go back to what we were talking about further, you know, economy good, economy bad, you know, inflation up, inflation down, bar open, bar close, venue open, venue close, band form, band break up. That's, 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 that's always happened. That's always will. And, and, and right now we're in a, in a part where of of the story where a lot of people are struggling yeah but the thing that i like about fort worth is if you go to meet and greets they will be full of people meeting and greeting not not clicks not only the metalheads not only the this you know the country bands not only the alt-rock bands full, full spectrum full spectrum right and you know you like uh, on the on facebook that <clears throat> cicada posted you know hey we're struggling. Come on and buy and have a beer. Start hanging out at your local venue. Yeah. I mean, that's great. And what happens is people do when they can and they will when they can and when they will. But, you know, I I look at Fort Worth as, as a place where if the economy got super bad, you know, and a bunch of venues closed and a bunch of venues in Dallas closed and Denton closed and Waxahachie and wherever, New York, Cleveland, whatever – that Fort Worth has a vibrant community of people who are connected. Yeah. And so, know, so the most, most important thing about Fort Worth is that we, we really do collaborate and work together to whatever the situation is. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And that's, that's the, that's the exciting part of it. You know, I mean, that's, that's, you go to, to a, a meet and greet and you'll, you'll, you'll see people who are, you know, Maybe people who cover, maybe you'll see a podcast there or other musicians there, right? You'll see sound guys there. Mm -hmm. You'll see, you know, other venue owners there. You'll see people who are in ancillary t-shirt people showing up and whatever and and just making those connections, you know? And it's like, well, cool. Now I know there's somebody in Fort Worth if I need a sound guy. (laughs) I met that dude here. He's part of the community that feels involved enough to participate. So, yeah, man, that's... I think I think that's what Fort Worth has going for it. We have people that are willing to, you know, I go see bands because I like them. And if it's a band, if it's a if it's a night where there's two bands that I like and one of them has some people I know in it, I'm going to go support my friends because I want them to be successful, right? And, and by the way, it's a badass time for next to nothing. Man, I went to go see <laughs> who was it? Uh, it was it was the uh, uh, it was Dusu Soviet Space twenty year reunion. Um, Is that Cicada? Yeah, no, it was at, at Lola's. At Lola's Spring Palace, and then this really awesome band that I would have never ever ever thought to see called Joe Gorgeous. Mm-hmm. Never, just the name. You know, I was I, you know I was expecting like an ugly kid Joe or something. I mean, I mean they were <laughs> they were amazing the whole night four bands four hours of great local music 
ten dollars. Yeah, and a great venue. Great venue. Go to House of Blues and order a beer. <laughs> That's it. You're done. Yeah. You're, and and you've and you've exceeded your ten dollar music budget that mm-hmm. you would at, at Lola's or Cicada or 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 um, Magnolia Motor Lodge. How many just how many great venues twilight you know that's a cool venue you got a chandelier hanging where are you going to go see a show for five dollars or for free or for ten dollars and 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 get that level of entertainment get that yeah. level of entertainment you're not gonna it's easy here in fort worth it's easy and those are some great music venues and then we've got places all over town uh you know sports pubs restaurants bars i mean places that have a little stage set up in a corner or out in their uh, patio area. Even Central Market. Central Market, yeah. That's a really good example. Like, yeah. why, <laughs> You wouldn't expect that. No, no. no I who's, was who's uh, going to pick up groceries looking for live music, but you can do it here in Fort Worth. Yeah, I was <laughs> a, a few weeks a few weeks ago, Denver Williams was at this Central Market. Mm-hmm. How much did I pay for that show? Nothing. I got, a, I got a craft beer from inside the store, nice. and then I got something from the deli, and I brought it outside. Mm-hmm. Another reason to shop central, I guess. Yeah. You never know. H-E- I've, I've heard, uh, maybe it was talked about in this episode, I'm not sure, but somebody was telling me that HEB's starting to uh, flirt with the idea of having musicians play at their I support <laughs> that, man. Pretty wild, though, right? I, mean, I uh, walked into Albertsons on 7th Street whenever I lived down there, and they had a a freaking bar. No, not in Albertsons. It was a Tom, it's a Tom Thumb, I think. They had that at Central Market. They had an outside. You could get beer. You can get a draft beer or, or a wine outside. How wild is that? <laughs> you know? And they're just, people were just like strollers and old people and just young people. The and whole thing. The whole thing. Just everybody was like, <laughs> oh, cool, live music. And you, and it was, it was like one of those, um, reality videos you know it was just like people would be like walking by and they would hear live music and they would just stop and just sit down mm-hmm. you know it's like wow that's really cool it's wild it's real wild tell tell the people listening where they can find jeff zero www.jeffzero.com is the official website nice. uh, we just released a new vinyl record called this was now which you I have can, a copy of which you have a copy of uh, let's see. On all of the other things, it's at Jeff Zero Music, like Instagram at Jeff Zero Music, Facebook at Jeff Zero Music. Uh, you got a TikTok yet? Man, <laughs> I don't. I don't understand the TikTok. Well, and uh, I've had people, you know, wag the finger at me like you're not using TikTok the way it's supposed to be used. Like my videos are not formatted for TikTok, but I post it up there anyway. So like, isn't it like ten seconds? You got like ten. Yeah, they got long format now. You can do a ten minute video if you want. Yeah, that's one more thing I got to log into and upload stuff (laughs) to. Like I'm just now starting to to fill out the the YouTube channel because people, Uh I uh, have come to accept that people are on their phones, they're listening to music, and if they can watch a video, hence we started making music videos. So I'm eventually going to do a video for all of the songs on this record. But yeah. Well, before we end this segment, I just want you to know that I appreciate you, not just for being here today, but your friendship and your support. You've been so extremely supportive of the show. And, um, you know, if if I had have, uh, known how beneficial this was going to be to me as a person starting this podcast off, I'd have done it a long time ago. But the, the friends and the connections that I've made by doing this show, um, that they're priceless. And, and you're one of those people. 
And I appreciate you so much. So thank you. Well, thank you. And I feel very much the same way. I feel like, you know, I feel like we've become friends. Absolutely. You know, and I feel like I don't have to like have a news update in order to reach out to say hi or, you know, I think we can, you know, just talk and hang out. Sit back and talk shit. And I, and I appreciate that because there's, you know, and, 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 and that's one of the things I'm, I was thankful about. I'm, I'm thankful that you let me on this thing, you know, that, that somebody can maybe, you know, tune in and like, oh, Lord, those two again? Lord, because <laughs> <laughs> when we get together, I think there's two, pe- there's two people. There's people that really kind of like what we do, and they're like, what the hell are these guys talking about? <laughs> well, I was, I was commenting whenever you walked in about the, the Friendsgiving episode and how long the, the segment went with uh, Matthew Broyles and Tristan Morris, but we just, we just we connect, yeah. and it's the same with you. And uh, we, 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 we definitely, we've done it before. We'll just sit there and we'll just go. We'll just talk, and uh, that's priceless to me. I love, I love episodes like that. I don't know how the listeners feel about it, but whenever we go on a three-hour yarn, uh, that's, that's a good day for me. <laughs> Well, the three-hour tour was how long the SS Minnow took. You know, well, you, we know how that ended. We know how that ended. They did get rescued, though, didn't they? Finally in the 80s or the 90s? I think so. Yeah. I'd have to go back and check the historicals. <laughs> that was one of the shows that we watched all the time at my grandparents' house. Like, just, it was on the playlist. Never got tired of it. Awesome. Freaking Gilligan. Gilligan. With his, with his BS. <laughs> Do you remember the episode with the mosquitoes? The I don't know that I remember any one episode, to be honest with you. If you have to watch one episode, now the, the, they, the, it was filmed in the 60s, right? So they had, you know, they had the Beatles, you had the Monkees, you had all of the Paul Revere and the Raiders, those costumed bands mm-hmm. with the haircuts and the Hermans, Hermits all dressed in the same. Well, they crash landed or ran out of gas, the Mosquitoes, and it is just like this cheesy 60s rock band. That's hilarious. Lip syncing on doing a concert <laughs> on the island. It's fantastic. Because that's what you do. That's what you do. If you get stranded on an island and a, and a rock band shows up, you set up a stage and they do a concert. That's what Jeff would do. That's what I would do. Hell yeah. Yeah. Can we get you back on like real soon and do like a full yeah. five hour long sure, recording? Sure, man. Sure. <laughs> anytime, man. I, I I love coming out here. I love, I, love the, I love the facility. People should come out and check it out. It's really cool. December 16th, open to the public. You going to be able to make that one? I will... Absolutely be here with bells on. Nice, nice. And and bells on will be good because it's kind of a Christmas party. So, yeah. Right on. Now you are actually required to have some bells on. All right. All right, Andrew. <laughs> Thanks, man. Thank you, guys. And uh, we'll, uh, we'll get Jeff back in here real soon. All right? See ya. We're doing a... Thanks, uh, excuse me, a Friendsgiving episode, which we did last year, and I thought it'd be fun. So I called up some of my homies, and the first two just arrived. Casey, how are you doing today? I'm doing good. What have you been doing? <laughs> uh, just, take, just take care of shit like I normally do. <laughs> nice. <laughs> excellent, excellent. Did y'all have a good Thanksgiving? We did, actually. I spent it with her. Nice. We ordered Denny's. Denny's? <laughs> Always a, a very stable choice. You never, you, you know exactly what you're going to get out of Denny's. Yeah, well, I normally spend um, Thanksgiving in Hawaii. And, uh, and I normally spend Thanksgiving in San Diego. Um, and we both got sick because of him. <laughs> oh, so, so, we're, we're good. Don't worry. <laughs> good. Yeah, and, no, everyone's and, clear. <laughs> yeah. But we weren't able... 
we weren't able to travel uh, for that reason. And Thanksgiving in Fort Worth kind of... We, we went to Not a show. We went and saw Sally. Who 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 played? Yeah, I don't know. I have to look their names up. They were awesome. Like anyone older than me that like plays the guitar is amazing. Yeah, there were like two old dudes. Oh, we got and a lot then of that Jenny Mac. We got Jenny yeah. to come home. Yeah, Jenny. Jenny Mac was hanging out with us last night. Nice. She get on the piano. She, she, she got on the on, accordion. She, got on, she gets on everything. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Very that's talented. Not funny. <laughs> I didn't know I'm saying she can play anything. She he's talking it. instruments, I'm sure. Yeah. I'm sure he's talking instruments. <laughs> Jeannie Mack is extremely talented. We actually have not had her on the show yet. I've uh, offered a few times, but she's she's a hard one to pin down. She's always no, doing something. Not hard to pin down. Well, for the Fort Worth Roots <laughs> podcast, it's been kind of like that. Yeah. So uh, so what are the plans for the remainder of the Thanksgiving uh, weekend? Oh, just probably hang out with you for a little bit and then maybe pop back into McFly's again. Okay. Check, right out, on. check on Josh. What's sure. going on at McFly's tonight? I, I know y'all posted something and I shared it, but it's already <sighs> Daniel, flown out of my brain. Daniel Katzik usually plays there on Friday nights, but he's not tonight. He's playing at Binion's. I, uh, you know more than I do. <laughs> I don't even know where Binion's is. Where's it's Binion's? in Arlington. Oh, okay. So like, that's why I don't it's know. Like Narnia. <laughs> it's like Narnia. <laughs> Narnia? Arlington is like Oh, it's it's really far. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you guys like each other. I re- I read that entire uh, book series, the the whole Narnia thing, the Lion, All nine the Witch, books, the Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Grew up on that. I, I found I found um, the whole C.S. Lewis books when I was a little kid in the garage attic, and I made a little because I love the book so much. I made a whole fort up there and. Nice. Yeah. Well, that tells a lot about you. And you've still got it all? Like yeah. Well, it's in my mom's garage. <laughs> and it was also really funny. Is, is I was doing this house, um, and the father's like, hey, there's a drug room somewhere in the middle of the house. So this, they built this weird... I'm, t- I'm going to say this on the radio, aren't I? Yeah. Um, well, you sure are. Anyway, we, I, found, I, found, I found the... I, I looked at the scales of the house, and I found um, of this spot where this guy was using grow ramps and growing weed oh you did tell me this and so um, in the center of the house yeah like, and you I, called it a drug room well that's what it, i mean i don't know the, <laughs> it was a hidden room that was, yeah the, and and i uh that's the first time i smoked weed because I, t- I had trash bags i was throwing my trash bags but you weed. can't smoke oh, wow. like fresh flour i thought i don't know what i was doing i went for it and i read C-S-Lis. nice so first time trying cannabis all right he just and, uh, ate the leaves and, and, and then, then got no, I, I, I put it in my i put it in my pipe tobacco uh-huh. like like that my pipe why would you have a pipe at that age i for tobacco yeah, I, started, I, I used to hang out at coffee shops and smoke a pipe and ride my motorcycle around. <laughs> what a weirdo. Oh, he's the cool kid, for sure. No. <laughs> he's that? No. Tobacco products are not cool no. kids. Any, 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 anyway, uh-huh. it was super awkward because I, I don't know how to smoke. Yeah. <laughs> I, that, that was my point. And I had this weird little fort, and my mom came out the garage God, and was like it's getting it was like, weirder she's like why does it smell funny in there and I was like I have 14 trash bags of weed up here and I'm gonna throw them all away tomorrow and, and so not- you sat back and uh, read all the C.S. Lewis books while you're up there I got through like a couple chapters <laughs> yeah and that's how you found C.S. Lewis for the first time yeah nice 
<laughs> I also found all my dad's check stuff. No, nope, no, stop talking. <laughs> I don't know why they're up there. God. That's that's where they put them. Mr. Smith has some explaining to do. <laughs> well, I appreciate you guys coming by. And I, the Friendsgiving episode we did last year was a collaboration between a bunch of different people that I just kind of had pop in and do a quick little episode with me. But uh, opportunity to talk some good about Fort Worth, things you've seen change over the last year, and maybe uh, some, some plans that you have for the upcoming year. Mm. Uh, yeah. Either individually or for McFly's. Oh my gosh! It's oh, a- oh, him! He built my house. Nice. You're in Fort Worth. He, yes. Awesome. She's, she's off of Alva Henderson. Okay. Yeah. Fourteen. Don't tell everyone. Shut the fuck up. She can't cuss on. Sorry. <laughs> Why are you telling people my address? I'm sorry. You say job name. I think no. address. That's a big street. You know, that's yeah, a big a- street. Lots of things going on. Sure, on it's somewhere on Henderson. Uh, but Casey Smith built my home. Very nice. And I think there's a difference between a house and a home. Yeah. He built your home. He built my home. Nice. Nice and did a very very good job of it. Um, yeah, I, I sweat and bled all. Okay, <laughs> whatever. What I did. So we got. We, where were we going with that? How did that house pop in, into the story? Sorry. No, no, no. It's totally fine. We we chase rabbit trails here, but I got to try to bring us back. Well, you started it, so you get, you go. <laughs> bring it back. What well, you you started with. Let's uh let's go back to Fort Worth then. What what have you guys seen around uh Fort Worth that's that's changed over the last year? Anything positive or negative? That was the point. Um Dude, uh, we I wish, can't I, I wish there's more. We po- can't park. You couldn't even park in front of my house. Good point. So uh, things have become I mean, I think that uh gentrification and I I hate that term, but it's a real thing. Oh, you, absolutely. You know, uh, Fairmount used to be a lot slower, and now I have people parking in my driveway mm-hmm. for Heim barbecue. Yeah, well, you see that all over the place, right? I mean, it's uh, it's just nonstop. You see new apartment complexes popping up everywhere. I mean, literally, just on the edge of River Oaks, where River Oaks meets Fort Worth on yeah. a white settlement, that whole area. Uh, new apartment complexes on the river. The old VFW building's been turned into a barbecue place. I mean, it's it's totally just night and day different. Kind of in the last five to ten years, right? Uh, two years. years. Yeah, yeah. Last couple of years have been pretty accelerated. Yeah. <laughs> Get yeah. off your phone. Get off my phone. Just looking yeah. up something important. I'm sure. Doubt it's important. It's a habit. So, I was it's, I was seeing to take a picture yes. because I think this is pretty cool. We're going to take a bunch of pictures for sure. Oh, wow. That sounds really... Don't threaten me with a good time. <laughs> <laughs> so what what about McFly's? Have have you noticed any uh, any differences over the last year with McFly's? <sighs> I mean, we, we're getting a lot of traffic. We're getting a lot of new people. A lot of it's because you and just... And we were just on Fox News, and people come in and Fox Four, right? Yeah, I met her, the the yeah. lady that came out to do the Johnny Five uh, coverage. Oh, that was actually a different one. Was oh, that, was it really? Yeah, okay, we've well, had multiple. I was out on there. Fox News uh, five days in a row. Damn. Um, 
That's good advertising right there. Stop bragging. I'm not bragging. <laughs> I say keep bragging. He's um, such a name dropper, I swear. I'm not. You are. Um what I'm noticing with my flyers right now is I'm getting my I get my I'm getting my base crowd. It, it it takes like when I when I thought of it I said it's gonna take five years. Yeah. Um and that's just for me learning from doing the, the, the chat room, the usual, uh, the bold owl, the warehouse, the live oak, like just all being a part of all those places. It takes, it takes a long time to get your, your crowd. And, yeah. um, and I'm honest, like it's cheaper to drink at home. What you, <laughs> right. what you But what you want is you want to go see your friends. Yeah. So um, get out, be social. Yeah. You want to see something beside the inside of your house. Yeah. Yeah. You, <laughs> you, you just want to like casually walk into, miss whatever or, or so-and-so and see them and then figure out a way to have a conversation with them and right. I'm, I'm building that clientele right now um, yeah. the military guys are my base right now like they're they're, they're the best like the, we hang the base out. is your base yeah no yeah. but i think that your base is actually changing because it, it, it is because of music a lot and, of people are coming yes. in people are moving it. to this area yeah. no but they're enjoying the music and the vibe of the place. Yeah. Well, we've talked about this a few times on the show. There's more than one type of person that goes to McFly's. Yeah. They'll get a large military group that'll be there, you know, several nights out of the week. And you might have four or five Joes. You might have a whole uh, squad of guys there. Yeah, from, they're super on the military base. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Young, fit guys rolling in there, you know, sometimes 20 of them at a time. Yeah. Um, but then you got the Lockheed Martin folks that come out there. You've got... We've got the woman in prison. Yeah, yeah, you've yeah. I've ran into that. I've seen the women's prison guards out there, um, and and locals from around River Oaks and Fort Worth. So, yeah, you've cornered a bunch of different uh, demographics. Demographics. It's right. it's not just one thing. I think because McFly's is a spectacle. You don't just go there for a drink. I, you've got and listen to me. I mean, everybody knows you're a sponsor. So I sound like I'm really trying to sell it, but it doesn't need to be sold. <laughs> um, but when you go there, it's more than just get a drink. There's there's so much cool stuff that's been added to McFly since you took that building over and cleaned it up and turned it into something that's really fun to be um, to to go to. Not not just to go there to have a drink, but to actually just hang out and enjoy the vibe. Yeah, I'm I'm really enjoying watching different people come in and like become my thing. I'm. The thing I love of the most about it is watching people be able to start to become friends with people. Yeah. Um, and that's, that's my favorite thing about a bar is seeing people get to know each other. Yeah. And that's happened a lot for me. I, I go to McFly's now and almost every time I know just about everybody in the room. Now, that's, you know, the base. But then new people come in, and I don't know them, but then I'll meet it, them. It depends what time you come in. You go in there yeah. at midnight, you're not know fucking anyone. Excuse well, the language. It's hard it's, for it's, it's, it's like all of a sudden, it's like, um, it's like 7th Street is happening. Like All these people are like coming in there and like realizing that it's it's more fun to hang out in a small bar than it is to be on 7th Street. Mm-hmm. It's like... Yeah. No, no, not the bad 7th Street people. I'm saying like... Oh. I'm just yeah. saying people are the people that like... Sorry, I didn't. That was an inside. Well, thought. the the distance between Seventh to McFly's is it's like the great filter, you know. Mm. None of, none of the the shithead crowd from Seventh Street yeah. is showing up at McFly's. I don't, yeah, I, I haven't. I've never seen that. Like stop at Conlon's and then yeah, or the, go on to 
There's a few places to stay, like Rabbit Hole. Or, not that there's anything well, with for, Rabbit for, Hole. For, for, for example, I've, 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 been, getting, I've been getting a lot of party buses. Oh, my God. Oh, really? Yeah. That's cool. Yeah, I haven't seen that yet. Yeah, it's, it's, well, you're not there late at night. Yeah, that's when we, true. When we hang out, I'm usually done by like 7. Same. You won't catch me at McFly's past like 9 o'clock. Yeah, it's just no way. But no. that's any place. It's not just McFly's. I know. We're, we're a little bit older. <laughs> so we're all like, hey, night, night, night. Yeah. My bedtime is approaching quickly. <laughs> <laughs> For me. I don't know about you. Yeah, I mean. No. Yeah. I'm pretty sure we, that, me, uh. But the demographics is it's, I'm watching. Yeah, it, I'm watching demo- it change. Like mm-hmm. from like, it's becoming a little bit more of a uh, a social place. People are trying to figure it out because we yeah. don't we have no drive by traffic except for military. If that gate's open, yeah, and then that's when I I built the place uh, because the gate was open, and then they because of COVID they closed it, and then for some <laughs> reason some reason I got this bar stuck at this like empty gate. <laughs> Yeah, and for people that haven't heard us talk about it, you opened McFly's. Uh, you were scheduled to open kind of at the beginning of 2020. I think you delayed it a little bit. Yeah, my my grand opening was the day they shut bars down. So like April, I think it was March. June. I think it was June second. Yeah, rough time to open a bar. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm just sitting there like I'm looking at my phone. Everybody's like, I'm, I'm like, this is a joke, right? You can only be opened up to noon. And I was like, what? Nobody's going to a bar. Yeah, I went. Up, I just went up there and I gave all my employees all their checks and I paid everybody in advance and I just cried. I was like, I can't open. Shit, so wild. Because because oh, other businesses had that have been open got like um like I don't know what it was called like a they a, had a, like search, they got checks to help people out to like be closed, but I hadn't opened yet, so I had no previous revenue from it. So. I, I had to pay all my employees. It's called like the PPP or something like yeah, that? Yeah, like the PPP yeah. loan, whatever it was. And I couldn't, I didn't have any record of it. Right. So they're like, well, you, you don't get any of that. You don't qualify for it. Yeah. yeah. And all my other friends are like, oh, it's, we're getting all this money. And I'm like, shit, <laughs> man. I was like, I'm just going to do this out of my pocket. Yeah. I got really mad about that too. Cause I was like, she, she, she owns a, tell, tell me what you, what you do. Nothing. No. <laughs> we'll wait. I raise children. Awesome. Uh, for a foundation or? No, I run a Montessori school. Oh, okay. Awesome. What's Are you in- familiar with Montessori? I am vaguely. I've never been involved with one where I don't have children. So Yeah, but I, I don't I, have I children either. But can, can you explain to us what a Montessori school is? Absolutely. It's like my most favorite thing to talk about. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't want to like hog the No, that's what we're here for. Dr. Maria Montessori was um the first woman to receive uh a doctorate in Italy. And it was in education and she said that no child is uh wrong we just have to change their environment and what we have to create is an environment of love of learning okay so adapting to the way the child needs to learn rather than having follow the child okay absolutely very cool but we're not we're not hippies (laughs) (laughs) is that is that the uh 
kind of the the label you get I sometimes. I mean, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, everyone's like, y'all are just... Uh, yes, that's absolutely the label. But yeah. nobody um, understands. But this is how I was raised because my mom started the school that I own. Um, and I'm okay. I'm just being nice. I know. <laughs> Creating a love of learning mm-hmm. is the most important thing. And I don't mind being wrong ever. If you can tell me why I'm wrong, I'm learning something. Right. And I don't get mad about it. I'm just like, well, thanks for telling me. Yeah. Explain it to me. Um, That's an important skill that I wish more people had. <laughs> no. Sh- <laughs> you can, I, I cussed earlier. <laughs> yeah it's okay to cuss it's all right but you have to let um children learn at that age um to what age do you do you teach oh, 18 months to uh six year olds but those kids have brought back their kids to my school again they went there. They're my age. I don't have children of my... I haven't, like, birthed anyone. What's the name of your school? If Unless you don't want to talk about the it. The Montessori right. School in Camp Bowie. Okay. No, no. We call it the Little Green Fence. Okay. And how does... If, if people wanted to... Uh, are, are you guys currently enrolling more families, more yeah, children? absolutely. If they're cool. <laughs> <laughs> so, th- so there's a vetting process. There is absolutely a vetting process. Okay. Uh, because if someone comes and says, how long can my kid be there? Uh, I'm like, mm, that's not the first question you should ask. Yeah. Because I'm very inherently Montessori and child raising is very um, different. I think a lot of people dump their kids somewhere. Yeah, that's, they, that's not me. Yeah. Like people just dump their kids at school or daycares or something. Like yeah, that. right. And you, you don't and you don't treat it that way. That's not me. Yeah. And if I sense any of that, then no way. Yeah, it's not a daycare. No, right. no, no, yeah. no, no. It's a it's a it's a partnership. It's love. It's family. Yeah, that's awesome. And do you guys have a website or social media where people can find more information on that? I mean, I don't. <sighs> no. No. Okay. I have a website, but I mean, I'm the little green fence on Camp Bowie. There you go. That's all you need. Excellent. I never have marketed. We, we go need, by word of mouth. She, she doesn't need to. Yeah. No. Yeah. That's excellent. Love to hear that. Well, let's close it out with uh, things we're thankful for. I know it's a little bit hokey, but hey, Friendsgiving, Thanksgiving. Yeah. What's uh, something this year that uh, that you guys can clearly say you're thankful for? I'm thankful for just new friendships and oh, yeah. just being able to love yeah, and take care of people. I get that. You've uh, fostered a really positive environment at McFly's, not just with the people that visit the place, but uh, the family of folks that you've got uh, serving our community when they walk in the door. I mean, I know, I think, your entire staff. And uh, there's, a, there's a happiness, a, a, a light 
nature to everybody that's up there. And that is reflective of the community that you've built there at McFly's. So I can, I can see that. I can see the love, man. Right. Love is is good. Don't do that. I did that for you. Don't do that voice. I liked it. I'm going to save it as a sound bit. Oh my God, I know. The baritone. Anything big that stands out to you that you're thankful for this year? Um, not a lot, but I'm actually, yeah, I will say, um, I have met a lot of, I've known a lot of musicians, but I've also, uh, grasped their journeys. I've been to different states. Um, it's just been like five months, um, of, of journey. Yeah. Yeah, with um, Daniel Katsuk, went on tour with him. Sounds like a groupie, but it wasn't. <laughs> um, um, I love Brandon Lee, and we've all known each other for years. We're all, yeah, we're all family. Um, so I've really appreciated music. Yeah, and actually seeing it and witnessing it and Casey brought music like into my living room. Yeah. A lot. A lot. <laughs> he knows a few musicians. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I didn't know they were going to walk in with it. <laughs> ready to play. I'm ready to play. <laughs> yeah, I've given, she's gotten a couple really good personal concerts from people. Yeah. yeah. Awesome. As a present. And, Yes, and I think I've just been really connected to music lately, and Case knows that. Music and nature. Yeah. Beautiful. That's what we should be doing instead of worrying about bullshit, but we have to... Was I allowed to say that? I think bullshit's okay. <laughs> <laughs> let, me, let me check. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> but also, you know, we have to pay the bills. Yeah, for sure. Flight of our I, existence. I, I, I hate my bills. <laughs> Dude, I, I know. I yeah. hate my bills, too. You tried to pay my bills earlier today. <laughs> bill, the bills are slavery. Don't, don't say that. Oh, <laughs> sorry. That. Can you edit that out? He, he, he doesn't know editing anymore. <laughs> it's okay. It'll be fine. Well, guys, I'm I'm very thankful to have you guys here today. Thank y'all for hanging out with me. And Casey, we got to get you back on for another big-ass uh Three hour long episode. Got to bring some homies in here. And we'll, we'll do it. Casey told me that you were very <laughs> handsome. Well, thank you, Casey. I was. Well, was I not wrong? <laughs> no, you're absolutely not wrong. Thank you very much. Yeah. I appreciate that. So, mm-hmm. uh, no, it's not about to get weird in here. <laughs> <laughs> all right, and that's all the time we've got for today, <laughs> folks. Thank you so much, and we'll have another guest in for Friendsgiving. Thank y'all for hanging out with me, and uh, thank you guys for being here. Thank you for having us. And we'll have to probably stop by McFly's before we call it a night. Oh, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Them's rules. All right. She already kind of knew it was going to be a rough day because the hours were different. It was going to be a quick turnaround. It's just going to be a longer week, but to top things off. The dog threw up on the on the couch that she just cleaned for Thanksgiving, and her boyfriend 
insisted that she put a headset on first thing when she wakes up this morning because he couldn't handle the fact that she wasn't included in the Friendsgiving episode. Good morning, babe. Good morning. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. I'll just do it for a minute. And okay. then and I'll quit my shenanigans. <laughs> I love you. I love you too. Thank you for doing this. So um, what I've been asking the, the guests on our Friendsgiving episode is uh, changes that you've seen in the community over the last year. Just if you have any. If you don't, you can just be like, pass. <laughs> changes in the community. Um, I don't know that I've seen any. Yeah. Perfect. Pass on that one. Things you're thankful for. I am thankful for you. Hell yeah. You're such an amazing boyfriend. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm thankful for the dogs and Jack's not puking on the sofa most he, of the time. No, he did this morning. He did this morning. Yeah. <laughs> Shit. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> thankful for family. Yeah. We had a good little family get-together. We did. Not, not a very large gathering, but it was a good one. And mm-hmm. Because there weren't too many hungry mouths there, we've had leftovers every meal, every day since Wednesday. We have. And I normally have a three-day rule on leftovers before they get tossed. I, I submitted for an extension, folks. Mm-hmm. I was like, look, I know you have a three-day rule. I need you to extend that a little bit. we got a lot of groceries <laughs> here. They're too good. They're too good. There's too much. I had it four days in a row, and I'm, I'm done. So you can have add the rest of those leftovers. Yeah, it's gonna make you sick. I'm gonna uh, have some today, and then uh, pack some up and take it with me to lunch on uh, Monday. And then I think we need to throw it all out before it kills me. <laughs> <laughs> it needs to go today. You're probably right. Yeah, <laughs> you know I am. I made it on Wednesday. But I I also know that, like, my mom would, I mean, she'd leave that stuff in the fridge for a week, probably. I know. I know there's people that do, that just have left, make food and eat leftovers for a week, but. Yeah. It's not good for you. Yeah. (laughs) So. Three to four days is my max. So, folks, please, in the comments, let us know. How many days do you allow your turkey mm. leftovers in the fridge before you throw them out? I'm saying not even turkey leftovers. And it's a good debate Just in general. Leftovers. leftovers yeah. And how long before that? God damn it. And the dog <laughs> just threw up on the couch again. He's fine. He's looking it up. Fuck. I'll just wash that <laughs> pillowcase later. I feel like I should apologize, but it's your fault, Jax. Quit throwing up on the couch. He's an old man. It's not. He's like he drinks all this water and then he just like burps up mm-hmm. liquid. It's really wild. It was weird to yeah. watch the one this morning. It's like he just. It's like he had a sprinkler in his mouth and it just went off. <laughs> it's new in the last couple of years as he gets older. I think he just drinks a lot of water and he's um, a. Boxer mix? Yeah, Pitbull boxer. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know why I can never remember the other part. He looks like a lab to me, like a little bit. Mm-hmm. I've definitely passed him off as a few different breeds to get him into some apartments. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. The one I saw most recently, I think I sent it to you, and Mom and Melissa was 
that he looks like a the Dogo Argentina. Hmm. I don't know. It's I'd have to see pictures. Yeah. I'll look it up. I'll show you right now so you can see. I need to be your opinion. Mm-hmm. And then Birdie, she's a full full boxer. We think so. And she's just an angel. The only thing she does wrong is eat her own shit in the yard. Yep. If it wasn't for that, she'd be perfect. I think. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Dojo Argentino? Mm-hmm. Yeah, 100%. Like? A picture of one with a butterfly on its nose. It's ridiculous. <laughs> All right, babe. Well, I just really wanted to make sure you're included in this. Um, Thanks, babe. Because we've been very serious about making you part of the show mm-hmm. and our schedules have just been insane but that's yes. going to change soon so it will january 8th i'm just playing with dog hair on your shoulder i will <laughs> be on a new schedule and i will have off weekends once again yes so we'll be more consistent after these next few weeks i'm looking forward to that for the show but i'll also just so that our schedules are mm-hmm. more similar we'll still be off but yeah, the hours Closer. will be off, but the, the days will be. Okay. You better. All right. Well, we'll put the roadcaster away. We're both still trying to wake up here. Mm-hmm. And uh, uh, before we go, I got, I got to tell you, I've been telling all my guests this, but you're very important to me. You're very important top, to me. Top of the tier. Um, oh. <laughs> I'm glad I made it to the top. I love you very much. I love you very much, and too. And I'm, I'm so thankful that met each other and that uh we apparently uh get along really well mm-hmm. yeah love it me too so this uh, is a testament that i'm doing this i know before drinking I know. this coffee and before murdering <laughs> me yeah yeah all right let's put it away okay. I, love you. I love you was that fun Guys, thank y'all for listening to this week's episode, our Friendsgiving 2023. Don't forget, Wavy Digital will be our, uh, what do you call that, presenting sponsor at the December 16th uh, Christmas party, our grand opening at the studio. Uh, from noon till about 5, we're probably going to hang out later than that, but I'm only committing to 5. So noon to 5 is when you can count on us being there. It's going to be a good time. We've got a Christmas tree at the studio, so if you want to bring a ornament to hang on the tree, you can. You don't have to. Just thought that'd be fun. Um, we're going to have Richard Keller. He's going to be there playing with us. A little solo uh, act there, and unless he wants to bring a friend. I can't remember where we landed on that part of the conversation, but... Anyway, we'll have live music out there for you guys, and whenever he gets tired of playing, we've got uh, we got the boombox, so we can uh, keep that going. We invited the neighborhood. I went and passed out flyers today, so uh, yeah, it should be a good time. Please carpool. Don't don't bring one car per person. Yeah, we've got some parking, but not much. So <laughs> if uh, twenty people show up and they all sh- all have their own cars there, we'll be in trouble. So anyway, help us. A- Help her brother out. We do have overflow parking, and I have not cleared this with Casey Smith, but I'm, I'm just not going to ask. I figure this is good for his business, too. We'll be using McFly's as overflow parking and ferrying people back and forth if we have to. 
uh, just a little um, idea I had recently and didn't clear it with anybody. So we'll see how that works out. It's going to be a really good time. We're going to have a lot of different little finger food options. Um, and what else? There's a photo booth. I put together a little photo booth with boxwoods, uh, the boxwood panels and some hanging down lights and stuff. It's going to be cool. So it's actually kind of redneck, but I think everybody will appreciate it. I hope you will. <laughs> I'm really excited about you guys just coming out and seeing the studio. This is something we've been working on for a really long time. So right off the bat, Wavy Digital, you heard uh, I was talking about that at the beginning of the episode and kind of throughout the episode, but um, Wavy Digital does social media marketing, photography, all the stuff that you need if you are uh, somebody that has a band or a small business or anything that just needs uh, help getting the word out about your brand and your your business or your art. You want to talk to Giona Scott over there at Wavy Digital. You can find her on Instagram at Wavy with two V's, W-A-V-V-Y, digital, and uh, see what she can do for you. Also... I'm going to talk about crew wear. You can find this on the website, the Fort Worth Roots, uh, excuse me, FortWorthRoots.com website under trusted sponsors. Scroll down until you find crew wear. Click on that link and it will show you the 817 shirt that you see me rocking all the time. You can also buy these shirts um, up at Pouring Glory. If you don't want to get them online, if you want to go have a tasty burger and pick up one of these dope shirts, you can get them at Pouring Glory. So just swing on through there, cut out the middleman. What else? Okay. More sponsors. Pouring Glory, since we was. 1001 Bryan Avenue in Fort Worth, Texas. I was out there this weekend for the chili cook-off and the truly handmade market that's been going on uh, fairly frequently. And uh, it's getting bigger and bigger. I saw Jack Daw out there this weekend. Do you know how hard it is to get Jack Daw to come to your, your event? Let me tell you. It's not easy. Damn you, Jack Daw. <laughs> You'll have to reference the Yana Renee episode to get the inside joke as to why I'm cursing Jack Daw. Anyway, you guys need to check it out. Pouring Glory has always got something going on. These markets are getting uh, bigger and more frequent, so those are a lot of fun. There's always live music at these things. It's dog-friendly. They shut the street down that borders Pouring Glory, and they've got vendors out there. They've got vendors in the parking lot. Way bigger, way better than anything I've ever put on as far as markets. So if you're thinking about the you know the the size and the, uh, the, the type of market that I put together whenever I do my events, listen, I love my vendors that come out to my events, and we have a great time, but... The folks at Truly Handmade, whenever they put on an event, it's it's hard to compete with that. They do a really good job. So um, go out there, Pouring Glory, uh, just any old day of the week, but keep an eye on their social media. We try to do a really good job of promoting their stuff too, but there's always fun stuff going on out there. And if that's not a good enough reason for you, just the food, the beer, and the atmosphere is a good enough reason to head out there to Pouring Glory. And I'll say this right now, just... Uh, one time, and I won't harp on it, I promise, we lost a lot of venues. We lost Lola's, if you can even believe that. We lost uh, Twilight. We lost Downtown Cowtown at the Isis Theater. And uh, there are a lot of other uh, really, really awesome venues that are uh, talking about closing down, folks. So, and listen, I get it because I'm in the same boat. It is tight right now. You can look at all the numbers. 
you know, as far as how our economy is doing, where our cost of living's at. And uh, it's bad and it's affecting everybody. And it's not up to us to make sure that these businesses survive. It's not. It's up to the business owners, really, and the people doing the marketing for them, right? Um, but let me just put it to you like this. If we don't support these people when they need us the most, they'll be gone, and they'll be gone fast. And just so you know, this is not a Fort Worth issue. It's happening all over DFW. And that's just what I have uh, optics on. That's, that's what I can see. It's definitely happening all over the country. It is expensive right now. It's hard to live right now. So my suggestion, my plea, my request is that whenever you have that compulsory uh, desire to just pop in somewhere for a, a quick snack or whatever the idea is, you, you're going out for dinner, just try to shop local, guys. Really. That's, that's, what, it, that's what it's going to take. A little bit more conscient, conscientious. Is that right? Is that the word? Put a little more thought behind what you're doing with your dollars. And I'm not a financial advisor. And I'm not your daddy. So I have no business telling you what to do with your money. But I do know this. I love these people that are trying to make our community something special. And it kills me that we lost Twilight. And it kills me that we lost Lolo's. And um, it's just going to be an awful, awful place to live if we lose every other wonderful place that we have in town. I, I mean, if you just take just a minute to think about what that looks like. The only place you got around is Chili's, Taco Bell, uh, McDonald's. That's not a world I want to live in. <laughs> so help me. <laughs> help me help you. Just help. Go to these places. You know. Don't 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 extend your budget. Don't go out of your way. But instead of going to McDonald's twice this week, go to Pouring Glory once this week. Don't go to Chili's. Don't go to any of these big chain restaurants that, you know, they could take a loss for two years straight and still be fine because they have so many different restaurants. But our, our local mom and pop places, it's not like they will eventually go out. Bro, they can, they can disappear overnight. And we just saw that. It is so scary. It is absolutely terrifying. So just uh be cognizant of that okay i'll shut up anyway that's pouring glory and they're amazing and you need to go check them out body machine fitness 2300 west 7th street in fort worth texas offers a truly one-of-a-kind fitness experience your first class has already been paid for go to bodymachinefitness.com to schedule your first high energy cardio strength group fitness class with the best in industry trainers cutting edge audio and lighting systems show up early or stay after the class for the ir sauna and nutritious snacks in the lobby you just heard a little bit about this place because we got uh, the man himself on the show today, Mr. Casey Smith at McFly's Pub. You can find it at 6104LTJG Barnett Road, Fort Worth, Texas. Don't, it's such a weird address. Just type McFly's Pub into your uh, Waze or Google or whatever it is you use. It pulls right up. It's going to be in the River Oaks area. Still in Fort Worth, right next to the military base. It's a 1980s Back to the Future themed bar with a very impressive outdoor area, fire pit, hangout, and bring some friends for pool, darts, cornhole, jumbo Jenga, or catch a live event with local musicians on stage multiple times every week. And uh, Tommy Luke still doing that open mic on Tuesdays. It's a lot of fun. If you're a musician, this is the place to be. If you are somebody that likes to watch musicians, 
work out some material, this is the place to be. So check it out. McFly's Pub. Tell them Fort Worth Roots Podcast sent you or something like that. All right. Cowtown Nutrition. These homies are located right off of River Oaks Boulevard, 5430 River Oaks Boulevard. They offer a healthy alternative to that compulsory fast food craving. You can also load up in, uh, excuse me, you can also load up on your favorite Herbalife product and learn about their fitness groups that they hold on location at Cowtown Nutrition. Check them out on Instagram at Cowtown underscore nutrition. Yeah. What else we got? Come on, Andrew. Get it together, man. We're doing good. We're doing good. We got Woodpost Metalworks. December 16th, if y'all come to our event, you'll get to see this. But we have this beautiful, badass, 48 inches by 48 inches, LED backlit, plasma cut, steel sign hanging off the front of the studio. And I'm so proud of this thing. It's so beautiful. They did an incredible job, and they can do an incredible job for you, too. At woodpostmetalworks.com, use offer code PODCAST817. They specialize in metal signs with or without LED backlighting, fence and gate repair, or installation, light steel fabrication, industrial plasma cutting, and more. That's woodpostmetalworks.com. My voice is starting to kind of fall out there. <clears throat> That's okay. Uh, onward. Halkwalker Originals. Go to halkwalker.com. They offer a huge variety of unique and personalized gifts. Also, laser engraving to customize just about anything you can think of. They did our mugs. Big hit. Everybody loves our coffee mugs. The Fort Worth Roots Podcast coffee mugs. We got those from Halkwalker Originals. She did us a solid on the pricing and uh, got those out to us in a very timely manner. So, go to halkwalker.com. And guys, these are folks that do uh, stuff locally as well. You know, you don't have to buy everything from China. You can get a few things right here in, in our hometown. It's okay. You can buy it here too. Better quality and it doesn't have radiation or lead on it. Roofing Solutions by Darren Houck. Roofing Solutions, Houck.com, 817-882-6520. He will be at the event. You can talk to him in person. Got some questions? Want some free advice? Bug him. He didn't tell me I could tell you that. I'm telling you. He'll be there. You could bombard him with questions. Roofing Solutions, you can find them on Facebook or anybody else that's got a rating, and you're going to find that they are the highest rated roofing company in the DFW area. There's like 5,000 registered roofers just in the DFW area. The registered ones. How are you going to pick the right one? I got an idea. Go with a guy who uh, has been in the business for himself for 14 years. And before that, he worked for the people that make the shingles. And before that, he worked for his father who had a very, very uh, well-known and reputable roofing business that served the community for a very long time. So this guy's got roofing running through his veins. 817-882-6520. You can get them online at roofingsolutionshalk.com. What else? Did we get them all? Which one did I forget? <laughs> That's everything. All right. Well, guys, I hope you all had a wonderful Thanksgiving. And um, if you didn't get a, a Thanksgiving, or if you, you're not going to get a Christmas, and you need some uh, some community, you need to hang out and uh, meet some people and just feel social and get a little bit of that holiday spirit, we're going to do everything we can to uh, make you feel at home and make you feel loved. And make you feel a little bit of that holiday spirit. December 16th at the studio. uh, Love to have you out. We'll be taking pictures, decorating a tree, listening to live music with Richard Keller. uh, Some finger foods. And uh, passing out free hugs. So come get you some of that. Uh, 
one last time, just running through the sponsor list, make sure we didn't miss anybody. We got it. Okay, cool. I'll stop. Uh, free to attend, and uh, we're going to be doing it from noon until 5. We'll probably go later. After party is going to be at McFly's. I just made that up, but it's true. We're going to do it. That's where the overflow parking is going to be, too. Casey, if you're listening, uh, I guess this is me asking you. <laughs> He's got a ton of parking. So if we have to shuttle people back and forth, there's there's parking in the streets as well uh, around the studio. I just would rather keep people out of the streets. We'll see how it all goes. It's going to be madness. Uh, but we'll have fun. And we'll take lots of pictures. And we'll have just the best time ever. I'm nervous. Can you tell I'm nervous about this? I'm a little nervous about this. It's going gonna, it's gonna to go off without a hitch. No problems detected. Absolutely. Huh. Okay. What else? I think we're done for the night. I will apologize to you guys. Um, this episode is two weeks overdue. I think I hit a little bit of a burnout. Um, getting ready for the uh, event meant that I had to do a lot of work at the studio and um, between that and uh, the, the job that I work uh, in the real world, uh, just went through a merger, and we've been trying to figure all that out. It's just been a really fun last few weeks. So uh, not an excuse. You know, if, you, if you're going to be the guy that does a certain thing, and people can count on you to do that every week, every Monday, for the rest of your life, you need to stick to it. You just need to... Make sure that you uh, don't break your own rules. So, and I mean, we, I, I was hospitalized with COVID and I didn't miss an episode. <laughs> that was a while back, but I had so many episodes saved up that I was able to, from the moment I found out that I had, well, from the moment I started feeling sick until after I was done getting better, I had enough recordings saved up that I was able to continue working on the show and never missed a Monday, even with COVID. So for me to sit here and tell you that uh, I missed two weeks on the podcast, that that's pretty wild. It's pretty wild. Yeah. I was in the hospital for two days, and I still did it. I still got it out on Monday. All right, folks. Y'all are the best. I am so thankful for you. December 16th. Come see me. And I'm out. See you.